ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Flank. All right, I'm joined by my friend, my companion, my duo, the one and only one of the best people in the scene. He's a staple to FaZe. He's a staple to Esports Engine. He's a staple to The Flank. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it's Ben Janicine. Ben, how you doing today? I'm doing good, Tom. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Cheers. We actually got some drinks on the show today, man. We got some drinks. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, we're, up, uh, we're, we're enjoying a nice a nice Sunday. It's Sunday, weather, right? Weather Good matches. Was these, uh, kind of keeping it low key this week. I didn't do too much. I went out on Friday. That was it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tom, you know, really interesting set of matches. Uh, oh yeah. And oh yeah. The last one was a banger, bro. Last one was a banger. A and banger. Kinda, I guess you might agree with my overall takeaway. The top three teams. I think the takeaway from this week is. The top three teams proved why they're the top three teams and the yeah. teams that are below them understand why they're just a step below. Yeah, we're definitely going to talk about it. We also have Parasite joining us today. You guys all know Parasite. You guys love when he comes on. He, he's, he, know, he knows the game. Um, Parasite, he knows the game. He's been playing Call of Duty for a really long time. Um, obviously a world champion, right? Winning the, the championship in Black Ops 2 and just being around for so long. He, he definitely has a lot of input to drop into the thank show. You, so, you. you know, you, it's you. always a pleasure to have you on, Chris. You know, I love having you on. Well, what's going on with you, buddy? Nothing. Uh, I just had the Challengers tournament this weekend. My team got top six. I think we we lost the team in one of the teams in the grand finals. It was a fun one, but uh, just keeping up with uh, Challengers and uh, mm-hmm. uh, the Pro League all in the same weekend. It's a busy weekend for me. So yeah, hundred percent. Just keeping active, staying productive. You know, grinding, man. I, I respect. Yeah, of that. course, I respect the grind. Um, you know, we're on a grind over here too. The Zoo Mafia has been been on another level. We appreciate all the love and the energy that you guys have been dropping in the chat every single time we go live with the show. So. Um, on behalf of myself and Ben, anybody else who joins the show, we absolutely love you guys, man. So shout out to all you guys in the chat. Let's drop a Woo Mafia in there. Um, but let's get this show on a roll, man, because we had three matches today. Um, yeah. And listen, the first couple matches were, were so-so. You know, this kind of went on how I kind of expected it to go. The last match was unbelievable. I think one of the best series we had this year. Which is a great back and forth, a big yeah. battle going on between Dallas and New York, which we'll obviously get to. So let's get right into it. To kick things off. We have the Florida Mutineers going up against the Los Angeles Gorillas. Now, for me, Florida's been on another level. I feel yeah. like I feel like their teamwork, I feel like their energy, I feel like their their chemistry, it just seems to be clicking right now. I, I just feel like they look like a different team these last couple weeks. And, again, it showed here today, Ben. Yeah, and so I wanted to talk about something kind of coming into the videos, sometimes with these series recently, because the videos have been pretty straightforward. We haven't talked a lot, but I had one point. Uh, and someone tweeted this at me, and I kind of dug into it, and they had a really good point, which is uh, LEG uh, have been playing a lot of Moscow Hardpoint recently. They didn't play it for a long time. Um, and they've been playing it recently and losing every time they played it. Mm-hmm. Um, so why do they keep they, playing it? I, I don't know. I mean, the weird thing is Apocalypse didn't get vetoed in this series. So I am not sure, and I would love, if anyone from LEG is in the chat as we load up this first map, I'm very curious if they were the team that picked this map or they had it picked on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, like, you know, Florida's pretty decent this map, and uh, just the slang for LAG was just not there in this first game. Like, they made kind of a nice comeback at the end uh, to make this close, but it looked like for at least through the middle of the second rotation that uh, Florida's going to run away with this one. Hey, I'm not going to lie, right? You know me, Ben. I just like to call it how I see it. I love all the guys in LAG. I'm, I'm friends with all these guys. You know, they've been around for a really long time. But I pull my hair watching these guys sometimes. Like, sometimes I just get so aggravated with the way that they play. Um, now, listen, I just feel like sometimes they just have no go buttons. I'm going to be, I'm just going to go right well, to. Le- well, let me take another level. And this is no disrespect to the guys on this team because they're veterans, they've won. But if I had to rank teams, like, in terms of skill, 
Like they are probably either 11th or 12th. And that's just, it is what it is. I agree with you. And I I was making this point when I had a conversation about this team earlier. It it feels to me like this team needs to play perfect Call of Duty to be good. And if they aren't playing perfect Call of Duty, they don't have anybody that bails them out of situations. They're just not Mm -hmm. a super individually talented roster on this title at, at the very least. And I think that, that that scares me for them when they're playing against some of the better teams with, you know, super talented players. I mean, I don't know if they're like, you know, that really that bad when it comes to skill. For me, it's just a decision making for them. Like the, the it's just like when they, they do the hard part and they never do the easy part, like they'll get kills and they won't do anything off of them. Like when they should be pushing, they're turtling and they're not getting any map control. It's just like understanding the game and how to actually play it. It's like little things, right? I mean, yeah. When I watch them play, like they win gunfights, like they're listen. I'm not saying that they're not a. I, but they, but they don't have to make plays like what have existed there. Like they don't. Yeah. They don't have. They don't have. I, I thought it was a really good point, Chris. Like I don't think they have bailout players in the way that like the top teams do, and I don't think they have like a like their optimal system that they play is so slow and methodical. It's like mm-hmm. it's not like it's not like an aggressive front running system. They have a system that, like, theoretically, when they got in, in close situations, they should be making the right play. But, like, it doesn't allow them to, like, smoke people by 100, 150 points. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they definitely don't have a bailout. And I also just think, like, a mix of these players, like, just doesn't seem right to me, especially in this generation, especially how a lot of teams are playing these days. I personally just don't think it's going to work. It's very difficult for them to get wins. And it's kind of like what Parasite said. I mean, unless they're playing perfect Call of Duty, like, it's, like, so hard for these guys to win matches. It's so hard. And, you know, I'll show it a little bit at the end, but it's just having a little bit of an understanding of their, you know, what they need to do and kind of their priorities on the map. Like, sometimes I feel like watching them compared to the other teams, they seem lost. Like, they just seem so lost. And, you know, this was a big, big match for them. They're in that ninth spot. They're only 50 points back from Florida. Um, a good win here would have left them 40 points back. And, you know, a good place at the major could have could have helped them get that eighth place spot. It was a 20-point 20, 20 swing match. I mean, yep. That's a good point. Yep. It, it's uh, like this was such a big match for them. And I was watching it, and I was like, please, man. Like, I would love to see people fighting for that top eight spot just to make things interesting. But they come out, and they just – it's just so flat. It's so flat. Florida's just been playing so well. And, like, you love to see that for them because they're just going to keep pulling away and making the gap even, like, bigger for these teams trying to contest them for the eighth spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, how they keep playing the way they are, and I think who's above them is it? I think Minnesota, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. So if Minnesota, you know, continues to struggle, because their series have been pretty scrappy from what and I've the, gathered. Too is not too far. Ahead yeah, of them they as well. they might catch up if they keep playing like this. Yep. To be honest, I mean, kudos I, I, to LAG here. No, what's up, Ben? Go ahead. Yeah, I was about to say, like, and the, the problem for for LAG is they picked up Chino. They played, I believe, what ten series with Chino now, eleven series. Yep. I think in their last 10, 10 series, they're two for eight, and those two wins are against Seattle and Paris. They have two main ARs on the team. They have Assault yeah. and Chino, who are both main AR, main AR players, at least in my eyes. I always saw Chino as a main, and same with Assault, obviously. Yeah. And then you have Silly, who I think is a good player, but he's never been like that superstar, like aggressive. He's not a good like, second sub. So yeah, way, it just doesn't work. He's way better. Flex he's way better yeah, role. exactly. He's not in his best role. And then you have Apathy, who, you know, I wouldn't put him up there as like the S tier subs right now. Obviously, he's a legend to the scene. Like, I, I can't, I have nothing but good, good words to say about Apathy, but he hasn't been, you know, outstanding. You know, well, he, he doesn't have an entry level sub. Like, right. He, it's, he, he, he can't do it by himself. Role, he, he can't do it by himself. His, yeah, yeah we've, we've had this conversation where he hasn't yeah. he hasn't been duoed up with an elite sub in a very yeah, long time, in my opinion. And that is very difficult 
uh, to like run that sort of, you know, aggressive role when you, you don't really have a support system that, that surrounds you and, and, and plays your play style. Yeah. 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 It's just, the team is just not working, but right here, right. You know, Florida can't win on this time. And I feel like LAG is not even playing for flips here. Like they should have been trying to push out front ages ago. Like they should have been trying to play for a flip here. Instead, they just, they were like super held. And instead of trying to play for a flip, they just super held the time, turtled in hill, got some kills. Yeah. But now look like Florida, all they need to do is set up. I mean, you're going into a P3 money hill. How hard is this hill to break? I mean, yeah. this hill is so. It's, this is it, this is a one wave here. It, one yeah, wave. They're going around done. the back. If they went, if they lose this, they don't screwed. even clear. Chris, they don't even clear out bank. They don't even clear it out. I mean, they they go in through the front. You have awakening coming up behind them, popping a two piece. It's like they didn't even clear everything out because they didn't even try and play for a flip. Like I personally would have liked to see them on that P two hill push out front. Like, early, with f still 35, 40 seconds yeah. left, push it out because they know that they can't win off that, and neither can Florida. So just and the, push. Worst, the worst is if you get unlucky and you spawn out, that actually helps you. Exactly. No, if you even if they even if you yeah. flip LA, even if you flip Florida to the back with 25, 30 seconds left, that's perfect. That's exactly what you want. They didn't yeah, even. Yeah, because then they can't win, and then you ha you're in a position where you can win off the next hill. And they didn't even attempt it. Like they didn't even yeah. push. Like they just hurtled and hill. Like they just sat there and just they were just picking up kills and they were soaking time. But in my head, I'm like, okay, like I was doing the watch party and I was freaking out. I was like, what what is the plan here? Like are they just gonna soak this time and then just try and break P3? Like they're gonna lose, and it's exactly what happened. Like I just. It just felt like they didn't even try to win. Like it just—that's literally what it felt like to me. Um, I don't know if you guys agree with me uh, at the end right there. Um, I mean, I, I I agree. They just made it very easy for Florida. And, yeah, they made it easy and, for them. And, and just LAG and Hardpoint. They're just they're outside of a couple of uh, performances we've seen on on a few maps. They're they don't have that together in that game mode, and it's going to be really difficult for them when they go to land because I don't see it improving. And then this S and D, like this was a very clean S and D from Florida. They end up winning six three. They converted all the rounds where they first blooded. It seemed like they had a good basis of what they wanted to do on this newer map. Ooh, um, good shots. Just, just a lot a lot of improvements overall from Florida was sort of my takeaway from this series. Yeah, so and and, get better as a and team. LAG needed this S&D. I mean, if, if yeah. I'm going to give credit to LAG in anything, it's definitely S&D. It's, uh, yeah, it's always yeah, been their S&D like, and their saving I, grace to keep I mean, looking at, looking at the roster, I mean, they have good S&D players, right? Like, I, I, I could see this team doing well in this game mode, but... Once they go down to a to a Florida team, which I like some of the spots that Florida was playing, I liked how they were mixing it up. They're a very cruddy team. They like to play like weird. Do you spots know who picked this map? Uh, I'm not sure, Ben. Do you know who picked this one? Well, if LAG picked map one, which is my hypothesis, and I haven't been able to confirm it yet, then theoretically Florida would have picked this map, correct? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I did. Yeah, I, this is a map I do like to see Florida play because, uh, mind you, I love this map. I'm actually so happy it's in the in the rotation for search because although it's very small. Um, you can make a lot of like plays because your room for your room for like uh, like making plays is so tiny that like if you're a really smart aware player, you can make a lot of these player uh, plays and like your individual talent shows up a lot on this map mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to a map like Miami and Moscow. It's like a lot of team pushes and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think that plays to Florida strengths. Yeah, in my opinion, no, hundred percent. I mean, we see standoff S and D being played a lot. A lot of teams are playing this map. People I seem to really map, like man. it. Me too. I, I love well, they, this well, they're, they're trying. They're trying to get like there's two thought processes. One is we get good at this map, it gets picked on us. We're great at the major, or we get good enough at this map that it gets banned on us. So we're a deep S and D team. We're gonna go back and play our bread and butters. 
Sorry. Yeah, yeah 100%. 100%. And I, you, you see people being really creative with their pushes. You see people holding some really crazy angles in the back of the spawn, looking through trees and stuff. Like, people are getting real fugaze with it, and I love it. I love to see how pro players adapt. That was a great spot from Yeah, pro players are adapting, and they're trying out different things and different setups. We saw Dallas, right, double stacking this barrel. They had two people on the barrels watching back alley, trying to walk uh, work crossfires. We've seen Havoc lay down by those steps over by that bomb site. Just a lot of, like, off angles, a lot of different positions, and... You see pro teams trying to be unpredictable and, and, and mix things up, right? So um, just a good just a good way to play that map. And I think Florida, once they won the second map, it was pretty easy sailing. No, Ben? Yeah, I mean, it was it was a pretty... I just thought overall in this whole series, Florida just kind of controlled things. Yeah. 100%. Sorry, I just... Uh, I've been sneezing, no Ben. My allergies have been on another fucking level here, guys. I don't know. I've been sneezing a lot. And uh, speaking of fucking sickness, we got to make sure we bring Hydra to a doctor ASAP because that kid looks sick. I want to make sure that guy's getting the help he needs because he yeah, needs I was him. hoping he was okay on stream. They kept uh, focusing the camera on him, and he looked yeah, in, he bro, looked in bad sick, shape, but he was like, still playing well. And I said to Ace, I said, did anybody bring this guy to a doctor? And he said he he doesn't want to leave his house. I said, well, you go knock on his door, tell him to put some shoes on, and somebody bring this guy to the fucking doctor. <laughs> so it, when I get to Dallas tomorrow, if that kid's not feeling better, I'm gonna personally go to his door and bring that. You're kid personally to the doctor. Es escort. I'm gonna him escort this fucking guy to the doctor. I'll fill out all the paperwork for him if he doesn't, because okay. it's English, right? It's probably difficult for him. I doubt they have paperwork in French at the doctor's office. Maybe they do. I don't know how that shit works. But um, if he needs my help, I will 100% help him, bro, and uh, and try and get him healthier. But back this to the is, match. This is the one series I missed. Didn't Awakening have, like, an insane series statistically on this versus these guys? Probably. Yeah, he, I could, I could he, bring out the stats. He ends up uh, 13 and 6 on this map, and he was 26 and 18 on the first map. So, so he yeah. was having a fucking field day. Um, and well, I don't even like, think yeah. he played this map ever. Like, I think I think this is probably like not not like his first time playing this map is in this game. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. Well, I mean, Awakening, dude, that kid's a beast. He's bro. he's disgusting. Yeah, he's he's a beast. I mean, to be honest with you, the whole Florida roster is is stacked from top to bottom. They have a good team. They're, this, they're getting production out of everyone. They're getting production out of everyone now. This is the right now. situation they needed because let's not sugarcoat it. Like, you know, Awakening's never played on a land before, and it would be great for him if going into this event. They had confidence as a team, so none of that other bullshit matters. Look at this, look at this they're, shit, bro. They're in, a, they're in a really good spot. We got to see, though, now against them, against better teams. Yeah, I mean, those stats look are at insane. The damage. Look at his man. damage. He has uh, almost 12,000 damage. That's actually wild. Like, almost 12. Look at him compared to everybody else in the lobby. He has Skies, Neptune, and Havoc all 8.7, 6.7, 6.4, then him 11.7. Just nowhere near anybody else. And then the other side, you know, Assault had a lot of damage. He had 9. Everybody else around the 6 and 7s. But just a great series from Awakening. I mean, this is what this kid brings to the table, right? I mean, Joe, he when I watch him play, he reminds me a lot of, like, Dashy, Kenny. Like, the way he just slide cancel Chow's things. He uses his skill and his talent to bail him out of a lot of situations. So, I mean... That kid's a unit to have on your team, for sure. And going back to land, I'm excited to watch him play, but I don't think he's going to have a problem on land. I really don't. Yeah, I, mean, I, think, I think his play no, I don't think so either. Well to land, so. And a lot of people, you know, are, you know, you you have your select few of people who would be like, oh, you know, we're going back to land. This kid's going to shake it, you know, shit his pants. I disagree. I think I think normally when you have a player like this doing shit like this online, um, it's very rare that, that they go to land and just can't get anything done. So I'm excited to see what he can do. And, you know, I think Florida, they were pretty much smooth sailing through the series, to yeah. be honest. Um, I, I do want to talk about, though, control. So so they this is the one weakness they have right now uh, in terms of their map pool. So mm -hmm. they're not statistically like a great control team, uh, even though by those stats it looks like they're they're kind of in the middle of the pack. Right now they're on a pretty, like, kind of decent losing streak on, on Garrett Control, I believe. Um, they don't – they haven't won raid except for one time. They're 1-5. 
and teams don't want to play checkmate control. So uh, I, I saw a lot of comments like on the Florida side, like why they keep playing this map. Like, you know, they, they need to get good at two control maps. Uh, it's pretty mm-hmm. simple. And checkmate's not going to be the other one. Yeah. So it's got it's got to be Garrison. Uh, it's one thing they really need to work on because it's going to be a huge problem when they play like a Toronto or a Phase, and they just are map threes is basically like chalked for them. Yeah. And then yeah. we think about it. We talked about in the best of nines. Like you need to be a good control team. And the best of nines are going to put a lot of pressure on you to be a good search team. Mm-hmm. I mean, LAG had a good bounce back right into this third map. Um, this, like like Chris said, I mean, when this team's playing good COD, you know they're good. They know how to play the game. Like they're they're a good team. But at the same time, like. To beat the top teams and to beat the best teams, you need to go above and beyond. And I just feel like they're so predictable and they're so basic. And unless they're playing completely perfect, it's just not going to work. Um, so I think this map, they did a good job just staying really patient and getting their kills. I think there was one offense at LAG one that it just took them so long to fucking make a play. And it ended up working. But it's like with a minute and 30 seconds left, they ended up getting one push onto the point. One out of a minute and 30 seconds where you see some of those top teams like they're getting three pushes out of a minute and 30. You know what I'm saying? So it's like little things like that. It's like sometimes I feel like they need a little bit more of a go button. But it it just seems to me like if they're ever in a 1v1 scenario and they can take that 1v1 50-50, right? Uh And it'll win them the map or lose them the map. It seems like they'll just sit there and wait and wait for the safest play possible wait for their guy to like uh somebody to follow them up and be ready to trade yeah when they can make that play themselves and so it's just like it's it almost like feels like they play with no confidence when you watch them sometimes like it, yeah it, it's it's just really it's so weird they play so different from a lot of the other teams like like even even when you go down to the lower level of teams like paris and like seattle like those teams still like put on a lot of pressure like you have uh-huh. Nikki D on Paris and and then you have like the like Don or not Nikki D on Paris sorry Seattle and then you have yeah. like Donnie and all of them they play so aggressive mm-hmm. and like on the lower end of teams this is the one team where their play style is just completely different from every other team it's I feel like they know but, that though I feel like they know that the and I, and they like it I feel like they yeah. like that well here's the thing is they had a they had a bailout player and you know what they did with that bailout player is they end up putting him to the bench and then sending him to Dallas so now they don't have that they don't have that option because when Vito was on the team, like he he was the one making those two or three pieces. They don't have that confident player who's going to make those ego childs anymore. I mean, I blame the coaching staff and the GMs and everybody at LEG for that. I mean, at that point, I think you need to make your decision. I mean, I don't know what, what went on with that decision because personally, I think Vivid was a clear, the, the most... Let's be honest. He was the best player on that team when he was playing with yeah. LG. He was the only one making noise. He was the only one making plays. It seemed like he was the only one trying to get anything going. And may I also add, Vivid struggling with Dallas a little bit off the get-go, but he played phenomenal today. And I think when that kid starts hitting his rhythm with Dallas, he's going to look really good. But listen, man, I think this LAG roster knows that they they play that certain play style, but they kind of like it. And that's completely fine. If they think this is a formula to success, they can try and prove us wrong. It just has not been working at all. And, you and if know, it I translates don't... to land, if it translates to land, then they're just going to all be laughing at us. Granted, it might not save them in the grand scheme of things. Well, at least we'll know that, you know, if this whole year was played on land, maybe it'd be different if they hey, have well, a good show. We're going to have but... to win the next two majors then yeah. and make it to land. Yeah, yeah, so that's yeah, going to be a little tough. I mean, at the end of the day, too, it it's champ, like sorry. our opinions are yeah. very strong about it, but it's not like, you know, we're just tearing them down. If they, they could go out and prove us wrong and I'll. I'll specifically come on the show and say, you know what? I was wrong. LAG proved me wrong. And that hasn't happened yet. That hasn't happened yet. And I'm just waiting for that day. But it just seems like they haven't gotten anything going. But they do win the control. 
Um, they end up pushing it to a map four, and I think this is over, you know, pretty fast. I think. Yeah, Flora went up to a pretty huge lead. Huge lead. Uh, they just it, hit a lot got, of rotations. It got pretty close at the end, actually. Wasn't this, wasn't this one of the maps that Florida was really good at, like statistically, or they had a decent record? Am I am I drunk on that, or was that a different map? Oh, I no, thought they, it was they, they haven't lost a they haven't lost a raid hard point as a team. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that's just weird to let that slip through. Then LAG must have must just be really bad at like what what they probably you know probably like a checkmate or something i'm not like, sure how are they gonna know. let this map through if they're undefeated on it yeah that doesn't make any sense um but, <laughs> that doesn't but make any sense at all florida florida <laughs> did I I answer for you florida went up to a great lead off the rip and they ended up holding on to that lead to until uh, the very end like you said ben lg we've seen, we've seen this map play out a lot this way tom if you get bossed on p1 p2 and your team is kind of front runs mm -hmm. you gotta take advantage of your your p4 p5 swing to try and flip that but yeah. Uh, I mean, Flora is just too too dominant um, on those those first two hills of each rotation. Yeah, yeah, too dominant. They do a good job staying disciplined and holding their rotations and staying in their setups. Um, Neptune, I think somebody, a couple people ended up getting streaks, but I'm down to go into this listening with LAG and see how they sound and to see how they how they were moving during this map. Let's let's tune in. Streaks close. All right, let's go. Bring it back right here. Death two trophies in kitchen. I destroyed both of them. We're good. Look at ring choice right now. ring? Why is she? I'm gonna go back. You guys get double front. Mm, I'll see them. Friend, I heard one friend. I heard one friend. He might go laundry though. Might even pillar. Yeah, I'm backing up. I'm backing up. Well, I'm holding a right push. I'm shooting I'm getting on tree. I'm getting on tree. They're sliding they're gonna work mid here. At you. Yeah, they're sliding mid. I have a right push. Yeah, two trophies here. Got two. Nice. Good job. I like it was old. I like it was old. I like it was old. I'm weak. I'm real. I'm real. I'm real. Either front left. Two, two, two front, two front, two front. That's you. I'm coming down to help you. I can't help you. He's weak. He's weak. He's right side. He went in P5. P5. No, we're gonna help, 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 help him kitchen, help him kitchen. Yeah, I need help, I need help. Wake's front, Nepeth and artillery, Nepeth and artillery. Wake got me. He's at two, I think it's two. One water, one water. I'm 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 could have spawned behind you. Yeah, one spawn behind you. I'm 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 behind I'm on bad, on bad, wake, done. Okay, I'm with your I'm gonna lower this. Uh, you know, it wasn't that bad of a listening. I think one thing with veteran players like this is the comms are always gonna sound good. You know, I mean, players like yeah. this have been doing it, had been doing this for a really long time. Um, the whole team was very vocal, and you you like to hear stuff like that. Um, and it, they were making it a series. I mean, it was close towards the end. They went down a lot, and I think that's what really hurt them. You know, watching they were, they, like at the beginning of that listening, Tom, like that engagement that apathy had in kitchen, like when Chino, I think, got like one. Uh, App was so scared to like push, to push. the guy and shell yeah, him yeah. like early, and then like he mm -hmm. ended up killing one, but like he should have at least got. He probably should have got two or killed yeah. the first guy I said initially. The same thing the yeah, like it just looks yeah. like they're. It just looks like they're not they're confident. They're scared. Yeah, and then and then after that, like they just like they don't have that team awareness. Like they had kills, they had kills, and they were pushed up water and they were pushed up ring. And it, rather than understand that they're gonna spawn in the back of the hill. Assault comes up the water stairs and he's still looking at Zig and gets shot in the back kitchen. Mm -hmm. Like it's it just it doesn't make any sense to me. Like they're just they just don't they're understand unaware. the spawns. Yeah. yeah. Like and and that's what I said. I said sometimes they seem like they don't they just don't know what's happening. Like yeah, it's 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 clear as day. It's clear as day. And 
anybody from the LAG team, like I know Silly has joined us on the show a couple times. Like, if you wanted to come on the show and kind of try and explain things, but I mean, there's just no excuse for some of the stuff that I'm seeing. Like some of the stuff that I'm seeing, they're just like, especially at this point of the year, Chris, it's like some of these mistakes like should not be happening. Like yeah. it's just like really basic stuff. Like really, this, really. This basic. Is, I, I would, I would understand it if they were like a good control team and like they're an above 500 SD team. And it's like, we got that two, three, five unlock. But like again, I do not understand their win condition when they're twelve and twenty-seven in hard point, eight and sixteen in control. But we got to give some gas like, to the other side too. Yeah, Florida, Florida's on a Florida's a been crazy on a, run of form you know, right now. It is difficult to play a team yeah. like uh, you know like this. I mean, Neptune's twenty and seven. It's great yeah. to see this kid showing consistency now. This kid's been, his decision making has improved a lot. Oh, so him play. much. He's manipulating he making, spawns. Yeah. He's manipulating He's spawns. Go really ahead, good heads up, patient plays now. Shout out Willett. Shout out to yeah. her. We, have, we haven't there. talked a lot about Will on the show. That, that I think that's ended up being a really good pick. Uh, you know, if you talk to like other teams that have one or two coaches on the team, they'll tell you having a second body to help with some of those harder conversations and manage personalities and and make sure that information is being processed correctly is like a huge ad. If Florida continues to do well, you guys should probably get him on the show. He's a really good kid and he's really smart. Yeah, I, I know him from Challengers from last year. So. We've gotten some people from Florida on the show. I know Skies just came on. Um, I feel like I feel like the rest of them are so quiet. Havoc is not so quiet. I could probably reach out to Cole, but Neptune and Awakening. I don't know if I'll ever be able to get these guys. I'll reach <laughs> out, you know, try and get them out of the show. But at the same time, I feel like the flank is good for that for people who are quiet. People that you know, like even some of the phase guys are kind of quiet, right? They don't like to do content, but they love coming on the show because we're very relaxed in here. Like we're just chilling, having a good fucking time. Like it's not like it's anything. It's not like we're interviewing these people or like you know yeah. asking them crazy questions. It's just like yo, what's up? Like how you doing? How'd you feel after after a match and stuff like that? So I'll definitely reach out. Um, I actually reached out to Aches as well. I was trying to get Aches on the fucking show. Uh, but speaking of people to get on the show, shout out to Anthony Zinni, aka Method Zinni. How you doing, kid? Tommy! Zinni! Hey, my going fucking on? guy, how you doing? Zin, you having a good uh, day or what? I'm all right, man. I've had I've had better days, you know. I'm waking up, wiping the crust out of my eyes. I go on Twitter, I'm getting screenshots from Sir Scrappy and Mohawk beating me 3 out. It's like, calm the fuck down. That's uh, the worst no, team no. to play in the morning, by the way, in Challengers. Oh, I know. I, it's the worst I, team. It happened to me before when I was with the team with JT and them. I can't mm -hmm. beat them in the morning. I'm, uh, I didn't even have no. time to shower. It was a fucking disaster. I was shooting the wind. What time did it. you play today? Uh, no, 12. 12 East. Like, what for gamers, fuck? that's early. But, Tom, but listen, yeah, okay, but... listen. No, in the grand scheme, in real life terms, that is early. But for someone that goes to bed at 5 a.m., it's not early. No, no, it's not for a gamer, but, you know, that's when... Did you know it was at 12 o'clock? Of course I knew. Yeah, you gotta go to sleep, Zen. You gotta go to sleep early. I try. It's, it's, it's easier said easy. than done, It's bro. not that easy to fix, fix the schedule like that. Either no, way. you're right, you're right. Either I've way, no, I mean... I've been there. I think the Cubs are just more so practice for the Elite, right? Like, we got the Elite knockout bracket this week, so I'm mm -hmm. looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, some good matches today. Yeah, uh, some great Steve matches. The series in. was fucking a snooze fest, but Dallas-New York was dope. Yeah, yeah, Dallas-New York was dope. Uh, listen, I'm going to start it off. We got uh, LA Thieves going up against Atlanta Faze today. Atlanta Faze put their balls on their forehead. Yep. Oh, yeah, it was, it was a one-way street the whole series from start to finish. I'm pretty sure there was even one point when Kenny lost the gunfight to end the map. He started laughing. I mean, I, you know, even these 100, these guys realized it. They're like, these phase guys are on another fucking level. 
Damn. Yeah, I think uh, I think what was it? The Nameless and Study were probably gonna call together and synchronize their tweets and said this was a hoop mixtape of a series. Uh, it, was, yeah. uh, it was a Brazzer scene and Simp was Johnny Sins. <laughs> yeah, the series the series was entertaining. <laughs> I, I'm actually surprised it's taking you this long yeah. to make it, that reference. Actually, mm-hmm. you you had good patience not to bring it up on like listen, the other 50 shows you've been on. You got to choose your moments, man. Yeah, you gotta choose your moments. And listen, this was a bloodbath. Oh, yeah. Every gun, every time they went to phase, they were winning every gunfight. They were hitting every rotation. I think this whole first map, I don't, I don't even know if 100 Thieves even hit a rotation. I'm pretty sure they were just hitting scrap the whole game. Uh, no, so, they, they had a couple, they had a couple rotations, but this thing was over pretty early in this match. At the end, yeah. at the end, but for yeah. the series was like not entertaining to watch in terms no, of like not. competition. It was entertaining to watch for the simple fact that you just had phase players literally looking like gods on the map at times. On like they were literally a. Oh, wait till we the see the wait till we see the they, fucking sim streak. I want to replay that because even RCs, bro. RCs has been f- different. RCs has been different these like, this mm-hmm. last stage, bro. He He's has. been insane. No, he has. It's I th- like I th- yeah. Go ahead, Tom. No, I was just gonna say a lot of people are saying you know that I see a lot of arguments on Reddit and Twitter and social media like who's MVP and people are saying Abizi and Salmon. Realistically, the whole fucking team could get MVP. You don't know who to even choose. Like we, you know, you you're trying to go through. You're going through the roster. You're like RCs. He could be MVP. Selium can easily be MVP. This guy's been playing some of the best COD I've ever seen him play. Then you have Simp and Abizi, who are arguably two of the best subs in the game, and those guys haven't missed a beat. It's like, these guys are just so hard to beat. They really are. It's like they have every they have every book, everything cleared off, everything checked off. They have everything that you need to be a top caliber team. They just, I'm sorry to cut you off, Tom. I think Alex said it best in his interview, what was it, a, a couple days ago, where it's like, what day is it? He was like, who would you give MVP to? And he said, it depends on the day. Wednesday, I give the simp. Thursday, Tyler, and so forth. It's yeah. like these guys take turns. And it's like, I think the reason the best team in the game is not only is their teamwork incredible, but they're just all four individually so good that they can just bail you out out of any situation, yeah. right? Like, like you finally break up hard point, you kill three, and then simp pops three. And you're like, well, fuck. Yeah. I mean, yeah. on top of that, their pacing on the map is insane. And I'm yeah. not talking, guys, when I say play fast and when I say pacing, that doesn't mean they just hold their go buttons and just sprint. It means that their positioning and their decision making is on another level. They're always a step ahead. They're always at the power position. They're always holding the power angles. They're always, they hit their go buttons when they need to hit their go buttons yeah. and they hold when they need to hold. They just and, know and, how to play. And you want to know what the worst part is for the rest of the league, Tom? These guys are literally only getting better. They're every, every, every single day. match, they're, incre- they're literally making their map pool bigger. They're all just making strides as players at points. Like it's, it's literally so disgusting. Hard. And I know Chris, I, I know Crowder, watch. and I know RJ, and I talk to these guys. And, you know, these guys don't let up. I mean, every day in practice, they are yelling at them or telling them certain things. There's, there's always something to fix. There's always things that they, they could get better at and work on. And when a team like this already looks perfect and they're they're finding flaws in their game plan and they're, and they're making things better, listen, people have hand, had their hands full with this fucking team. That's that's all I'm saying. And 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 listen, everybody's always saying get phases dick out of your mouth, stop fucking guessing. What the fuck do you want us to say, guys? I'm liking it in there, man. It's it's fitting. What nice. do you want us to Bro, say? Um, I made a tweet about them. It. Sorry, go ahead. So I, I talked about a few pros the other night. It's just like they are so consistent. And Call of Duty is not the easiest game to be consistent in. Like in, in a respawn mode, sometimes it's easy to fall into a cycle and you're going double, triple negative and it's getting worse and worse. Very rarely do you see any of these phase players get caught in a cycle like that it's just the consistency is always there and it's fucking it's crazy to see 
uh, on a consistent basis how dominant they are. Oh yeah, and, and and part of my dick riding, but like honestly, to no, all no, the other it's not CDL dick players, anymore. it's being no, no, realistic. But to all the other CDL players, watching players hit this level of like ceiling, especially veteran players that have been playing for so long, this should inspire you to be better. And to like, just like be a better player, be a better teammate and whatever the hell you're doing, because this is not often that we get to see this type of gameplay. Like it's, and it's not like we're playing in 2013, right? Where the competition was new. Mm -hmm. Like we're playing 2021. COD's been a thing for years competitively. And these people are still hitting ceilings that some of, some of us couldn't even hit when we were obviously in our prime. So like this should inspire some of you guys. So get the fuck on your grind. And I'm talking about all the CDL players, including the challenger players that don't sit there, either take practice, uh, don't take practice as serious or don't even like put in the extra hours. I think to that note, you know, you talk, Tommy, you know, this like Chris and RJ, their approach is from their POV. You practice how you play and they don't, they don't like it. And the players have also reinforces culture where they don't, if you are going 80 or 70% in practice, that's unacceptable. Yeah. Because those bad tendencies are going to leak over to your actual gameplay when you load into a match. And they felt like last year, if you talk to them, they felt like last year that was part of the problem. That sometimes they didn't take practice seriously. And yeah, they made a lot of grand finals because of their skill, but they weren't able to overcome teams that were in that that form uh, and rely on their tactics. What they flawed in last year, they don't flaw in anymore. I mean, in, in, in terms of their teamwork and making sure that they're all on the right page and working one, off one another, they bailed themselves out a lot last year. This year, they're focusing up. They're focusing up. They're making sure they're not making stupid mistakes. You have Arsides who's working with them every day. You have a good coaching staff over there. They're picking up Tupac to help them with their S&D. That's another thing. They want to win. They want to be better. Their S&D sucks. We need help. Let's go sign an S&D coach to come help us and, and get shit going. The, the entire team and the organization just makes strides to actually improve their players, whether it's through the coaching staff that they're hiring, um, the way they, they approach practice, the fact that they understand they have like a pretty good lead in the CDL, so they're expanding their map pool by playing maps they don't normally play in matches. These guys are literally doing everything they can to make sure by the end of the season they have the highest possibility of winning it. Yep, and, 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 le- and let me add, because Simpson in the chat and whatever, we're giving FaZe a lot of gas right now because they deserve it. By just watching Deserved. them play yeah. and, and, and seeing what they're doing on the map is is beautiful, man. It's a work of art. If anybody who loves COD and is passionate about COD, it is beautiful to watch these guys play. But they are definitely beatable. It's not like, and there's definitely, there will never be a team that's unbeatable. And we've seen these guys lose this year, right? And I think a lot of teams, they have to chase them now. I think FaZe is a step ahead, and I think teams can get to this level, but it's not going to be easy. It's not, yeah. because th- these guys are on another level with their teamwork, yeah. and then on top of that, you have your talent. So it's like it's not like these guys haven't lost. It's not like they're they're yeah. like unbeatable. They're fucking gods. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's just looking like they're in a tier of their own right now. It yeah. just looks it's, like... It's, it's not even about... Sorry, sorry, one second, Ben. Hey, it's, not even, it's not even about, like, saying, oh, these guys are a god squad. It's not, it's not even about that. The thing that you can admire about this team is purely their consistency throughout every single stage. They are they are always at the top uh, conversation of, of winning the tournament, right. and that's like if anything the thing that you can admire admire most about the team. Mm-hmm. And I, mean, I think we all expected wanna... this coming into this year. Like I think yeah. I think everybody yeah. looking at this team going to this year was like, okay, well they'll probably be in finals at at least four out of the five majors, maybe champs. So uh, who the fuck's gonna be next to them? Yeah. And right now I feel <laughs> like the only teams that are sort of comparable are are what ultra in new, new york, york. And, I, and i think florida has been florida optic probably the next set of teams optic, below that yeah, yeah. so an optic in, in florida right below that it's just uh i don't know maybe uh, so so we talked about their 
their practice and how they try to make it um, as close to tournament play as possible. Do you guys think that's why maybe like we don't see players like this in eights because they take their practice super seriously and maybe they think like ace is just going to build bad tendencies? I like mean, these guys are in eights, but they're not in the pro eights. They're in shitter eights, you know, in RT speak. <laughs> they be playing their own eights, you know. They, they, they These guys are always playing the game, but they're just doing other things. You know, they're playing, like, Cell plays Lee play all day, and you have RCDs and some other guys playing, you know, shitter eights, you know, with some friends in, in our team speak, but... Well, I, for the most I time, they play MC. a lot. They play a lot. They do. I talked to MC and like, you know, he used to be an eights grinder, right? Famously got banned from Infinite War for eights back in the day. Uh, from his POV, like one is he doesn't want to develop bad <laughs> tendencies, but two, like, you know, he's got a lot of like spots and off angles he uses. And when you use him in eights and people, you know, people are in those lobbies spectating, yeah, you end up just teach. teaching other people how to get better. Mm-hmm. Egotistical pricks. Yeah, it's a good play. I mean, if you're at the top. <laughs> I mean, there's been times. Listen, if you're at, if you're in your career and, you, and you're frying and you're at the top and you don't want to teach, it's a good play to maybe you know play elsewhere. You know, just keep keep some reps in league play, play some eights elsewhere with some of your friends and some other people, and and not, don't teach. It's it's a, a smart play, honestly. If you, if you know you're the number one team, I mean, you don't want to go and do, and do anything stupid and just show everybody what you do or your tendencies or anything like that. Because pro players are smart. And they'll pick up on shit like that. They really will. So I well, mean, I, I don't, I don't mind it at all. But ben, I want to switch gears. Uh, yeah, a little I was bit. gonna say, Ben. Go I want to talk about hundred thieves a little bit. Yeah, that's where I was going. Because so, like, uh, because phase they look great, but this looked like they didn't even fucking have a chance. It, well, it, I, th- I think a couple of things. First off, phase is really good at like very clearly counterstrating teams. Like I don't know if they like preset off like tactics they're gonna use the first couple of rounds, but they come in these maps and like. A, like the optic series for example like they clearly knew that like optic was going to sag off a on express and they get the bomb on instantly like here it seemed like this map they were doing a really good job of just getting insta picks med um and just overwhelming the numbers like i feel like phase counter threats on the on the flip side like, that's the problem with thieves right now they're very in a very similar i feel like i don't know you guys agree with me but like they're in a very similar kind of issue they were at like two months ago i don't think they're as miserable as they were where they looked like they hated getting on every day but like i feel like they're at the point now where they're they're just playing such mediocre COD that they're so afraid to like rely on their skill and their teamwork where they've got like a decent amount of skill on their team. Uh, and it's why there's kind of been underwhelming the last like three or four weeks. It sucks to see because I wonder what how this roster would have been if they had never made the initial switch for Hook because they were playing really well uh, with this original roster before all that happened. And then you obviously saw them make the change and then they fell off and started playing poorly. And now it just seems like they're they're just not back to that level. And it's it's just one of those what ifs for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, but at the same time, I think when they had that roster, it was a little bit of a honeymoon stage. And they, they were just kind of playing with the flow and, and going with the flow. And I think that's what people really need to focus on is there's... There's always a reason why you're in a honeymoon stage and you're playing well. It's because everybody's free flow. You know, you're not overthinking anything. Everybody's playing their own game. And I think some of these pro players need to realize that they should continue that mindset. Um, they seem like sometimes... I hate the honeymoon bullshit. Can I, can I say something? It's just a little bit of a it's fire a thing, take. Ben. No, I, it's, it's I a understand thing. the honeymoon effect. I'm not debating that. Oh, okay. I, I think, the, pro- I think the problem is like people chase this honeymoon holy grail instead of figuring out how to sustain the form of good teams. Like... There are reasons why honeymoon teams like fall apart, like bad personal tendencies or just mm-hmm. not taking practice seriously. All that stuff should be the focus and not, oh, like, let's just chase this like two weeks where we're all not going to despise playing with each other on a given day. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I thought you were going somewhere completely different. No, no, no. That. Okay. Um, I just I, wanted to make sure we were like calibrated on that. No, I don't think that's a hot take. I don't think that's a hot take okay. at all. I think, I think, uh, you know, as time goes on, I mean, 
Listen, this team needs to figure it out because right now it's just like I just with the talent that they have and the roster that they have, they should be better in this. And you granted, shouldn't be getting six out in search. Like they have enough talent where they should be able to win a couple of these rounds. Mm. And instead, they just they just got played off the map. And like against Phase, you can't like you're just Phase are not really going to get reverse swept. Like you think you they just, gave you up? You think they gave up in this series? Uh, I don't think they gave up because they still had a fight in the third map. But going down six zero in S and D is like definitely not ideal. Uh, and know. then they loaded in this third map, and uh, you know it was the simp show for most the of this simp map. Show. I, think. I mean, this guy, I don't know, this guy is fucking shooting nukes, bro. I don't understand. His fucking guys all over the map. It looks like nobody can even kill him. I mean, he went on a crazy streak over to, towards art, and I want to play it with the casting. I want to. I want to play the whole streak. Yeah, I think over. it was. In, it was not in this round, right? What we, uh, he was frying in every round. Sorry, we've talked a lot about phase, but like, what do we think about current form thieves? I don't think. I mean, personally, I don't think they look as dominant as they did before Teeters initially bench, right? I think they looked a lot. I think the best form of their team was then, when like right before they benched Teeters, when I would say they were about a top three, top four team. Me, I think the problem that they're in right now is the, and this is weird to say, is that the combinations that they may need to try might involve slashers. So I don't know where their thinking is on that, but you think they bring Thanos back in? You yeah, think they bring Lytico yeah, back? Yeah, but for who? Because Kenny and Draza have been the best, uh, great this year, at least in, in my opinion. I think maybe Kenny's been a little inconsistent, but I think his highs are the highest that the team has. And I think Draws has been playing solid. So how can you justify moving either of those players? And you got who? Well, it sounds like the problem is that you've got three sub players, and you know I, I think they rate Venom, but the other two players they can't seem to get the best out of either Tej or Hook in a given situation. So yeah, but at this point, that. at this point, late in the late in the year, do you like risk making role swaps for players? At that point, I mean, or do you, or do you just bring in somebody that fits the role hey, for hey, somebody hey, that hey, might Chris, necessarily Chris, be playing? Now is a great time to take a risk if shit's not, if shit's hitting the fan. It's not working. You might as well try something. I'd rather instead of continue to get shit on, I'd rather take a risk. I'd rather take yeah, a but risk a, but something. role swap. I don't agree. Like, I, think, I don't agree on role. You don't agree. I don't think you change at all. I mean, like, uh, all right. I don't know. We just talked about like <laughs> finding consistent ways to play and practicing <laughs> hard together, and it's like. I think making a change again would just be another another step back. Whereas this is this is the best roster you've had all year. Like like I said, this is the roster that yeah, was considered wind. top three in the previous stage. You so, yeah, I want to watch the Simp streak. I don't know. I, that, I don't, that wasn't I don't think it, I agree that was in the next map. Different roster. No, it was in this map, uh, Ben. Yeah, there's, there was no next map, Ben. What the fuck no, are you was, talking it's about? An, it's the next round where he gets that four piece. Oh, I no, just watched it. I literally just watched it. You got it now, though. But this kid was on. A, no, no, no. You uh, missed it, Ben. It, it, it was this fucking, round? Okay, you I fucking it missed then. it. You missed it. It's in our. It was then. right here. Oh, it's right here. But I mean, back a little well, bit more. Guys, we're going to go on board with this streak. I'm going to play the casters. We're all going to shut up for a second. But I want to play through this streak and just show you a little highlight of Simp and, and kind of the things that he was doing in this fucking map. Let's do it. He has spotted the entire roster in front, and he'll just pick one, reposition, pick another, get out. I think this is one of the more underrated parts of a Sims game, Jeez. honestly. Is that My he makes God. things look so what? easy. Nine in a row from Sim, full streaks. He's just so aware of everyone around him. Okay, so I think we can all agree that this kid's not human at times. I mean, hey, bro, something like that is just like... When I wa when I was watching that during the watch party, I couldn't help but just smile, man. It's it's crazy to see. I mean, anybody who loves Call of Duty can appreciate that. Anybody. I mean, anybody who's just like you know has a weird atmosphere to looking at that, like you know has like something weird to say, is just simply just jealous or being a hater. Like that's that that was insane. 
That was an insane streak. And the thing about it is he continued to continue. He continued to fry throughout the whole map. He was doing shit like that the whole map. Yeah, they just, just weren't spectating him. streak that he goes on in the third round. Yeah, they just weren't spectating him. They weren't spectating yeah. him. It's just he was doing shit like this the whole fucking map. It was it was insane. And I know we have Chris and Zinni. You guys are players, right? I mean, come on. That was good. You got to give him yeah, some gas. That's here. not easy to do, especially, you know, people gas up the Craig and the Craig being the best, et cetera, et cetera. Like this guy's doing with the sub. Like the guy plays at this consistent level with the sub and is able well, to he, pop off like that. He, he shoots the sub like an AR. There was a kill he yeah. got on me in the All-Star game that I had oh, I to remember. win, of course. Yeah, he shit on my bed. No, I fuck remember. you. I didn't miss. I, I couldn't believe my eyes. My my heart dropped to my asshole. As soon as I was like, I got sip. I was like, what? I'm, he's weak. Cut out. Yeah, I mean, he does yeah. the impossible sometimes. He does the impossible. Um, but hey, do you think that that if this 100 Thieves roster brings Hook back in? I I personally and past shows have said they're never bringing him back in because I know how they work. I, and I, I think and they I will. still I still think that they won't bring him back in. I don't think he's been playing at all. I I think if they if they go this major, I think they'll keep they should keep this lineup for the rest of this major. But I I think going into champs like they're gonna pull the panic button at some point and bring in Slasher and Kyler and if they should at the major, then I can see them probably doing it. But like I said, the whole slasher thing, I think slasher's a great player, but I don't see them switching, you know, having players switch roles and stuff like that because obviously Venom and Kenny – or not Venom and Kenny, sorry. Kenny and Draws have been playing pretty damn good for them usually uh, on the matches that they do actually hey, play well in. can I put in, a hot so take in there? Can I put a hot take in there? Go ahead. Is – can Kenny not run a sub? K Kenny can run – I think you discussed this. Kenny should have whatever the best gun in the game is – in his hands. Yeah. Kenny, World War II, the PPSH, he was godlike. I'm sure he could have done the same shit with a bar or an STG. But, but there comes I don't to know. a point, in where if somebody has so much talent, you should put him on the gun that's harder to run. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but if you look at the way he plays, like, I mean, I, I guess it's because of the weapon he's using. I yeah. don't know. I don't think that you'll see him on a sub this year. My question is, if they were to bring Hook back in, it's got to be for Venom, right? Like, or do you think they'll try the same roster that they just tried again? Like, no. I don't know. I'm it, saying it, Slasher, Draza, Slasher, Draza, and Kenny and, and Hook on the on the subs. You have two super it. talented, insanely gifted sub players on your subs. You have a veteran AR player who who knows the game, the ins and outs of it, who who really wants to come in and make a statement, right? Slasher is definitely a player you want going into land and going into some of these big events. And then you got Draza, who's been hey, a great. Who's I, been a great I think TJ. I think TJ has played well for them in in not only before when they were uh, when they were on the early stages of their current roster, but even when he returned. No, TJ has been I'm, playing I'm, good. I'm, it has nothing to do with with TJ or anybody on the team. Everybody's Everybody that they have on their roster between Hook Slasher and everybody here is. It, there's nothing. They're not bad players. It's just figuring out a fucking formula that works here. I don't know. Yeah, I feel yeah, like you know what I'm saying. I feel like TJ is kind of like their ace. Him. It's like when the team isn't playing well, he's not going to look very good. But when he's when they're when they are playing well collectively, he shines. And obviously, I'm I'm good friends with him. You can say I'm biased, but like I've played with him. Like <laughs> no, I know his biased. play style. TJ's a great player. I, think, I mean, I'm just throwing shit out of my ass. Have, I think if you were to have Hook and Kenny on the same team, you kind of lose that selflessness that you need in the sub. The issue who the fuck is, that, is going first. The issue is that the TJ that you're speaking about, the top end TJ we know he's had. We've seen flashes. But he hasn't had a consistent run walk we've seen in a couple of years ago, and that's the issue they're struggling with. He's yeah, the X-Factor, but, but he's, he, he, they haven't been able to figure out a, a system 
There are works where you can perform and at that level for like. Yeah, but I, don't think, I don't think that's. I don't think that's him. I don't think that's his. That's what problem. I'm saying. It, I think it comes down. I think it comes down to the what's what's around him to set him up in those situations. And then, and then, just real quick, uh, uh, Tom, with your hot take about uh, Kenny or Kenny not I being mean, able to run AR, who said that? Or was that you? Or not be able to run a sub? Was that you that said that? Sorry. No, uh, can, not being able. To, I'm just saying no, to throw so, him somebody, out of the sub. Somebody, somebody said that Kenny can, can like you. You asked, can Kenny not run a sub? Is what you said? I think. No, uh, I was saying. Uh, or, yeah, no, no, yeah. sorry, sorry. Someone Zin, like Zin, that. Zin, Zin, no, my bad, my bad. I got it mixed up. You're good. Zinni said that um, you put him on the best gun, right? See, I agree with you in a sense, but at the same time, wouldn't that just cause issues with like within a team? Because obviously, we play we play COD, and uh -huh. granted, in this game the meta hasn't shifted drastically for a while. Like mm -hmm. in some of the CODs, the metas just keep on shifting, and you know, if the if the guns keep flip flopping, where the AR or the subs better, wouldn't that like create a a degree of like inconsistency in like your team? And wouldn't that cause problems with like there's your already problems, Chris? Yeah, exactly. You that's know what I'm saying? saying? Like, that's why more, I'm like, yeah, I'm saying you don't need more of that. In but my I'm opinion. I'm just throwing shit out of my ass to find <laughs> the most talented roster to try and get some life in this team. And I think Kenny, to me, is really really good. I personally am a big fan of Kenny. I think he's super talented, and I think he's capable of running a sub. And I think if he put his mind to it and really put his work and, and grind into into running that role, he can be a top sub in the game. We've seen it happen in World War II. We've seen him run. I don't give a fuck what he did with the SOG in the beginning of Black Ops 4 and didn't like it in Suicide That's a whole different... The SOG was fucking garbage. That shit shot, shot absolutely marshmallows. The 74U is not like that. I could see Kenny doing good things with the 74U. I can. I think it'll. I think it'll fit well. I think that in the other role, you can bring. You could keep TJ or bring in Hook, one or the other. Have Kenny and TJ on the subs or Hook, whatever one you want to do. Um, Hook is a weird one to me because he's getting dropped from Dallas. He's getting dropped from 100 Thieves. P people are clearly seeing shit with him behind the scenes. There's probably other issues going on with Hook, and I don't know what it is. Um, we've. I've obviously heard a few things, but at the end of the day, I haven't played with Hook, so you, I don't. You really want to know another hot take though? I I think I'd much rather have draws on the sub. I want Kenny. just keep draws on. Okay, fuck it. Yeah, you could listen. I personally want to try Kenny. I would try Kenny in a sub personally, and I I would keep Draza at the role that he's at. I think Kenny's uh, ceiling is higher than Draza's. Me, me personally, I would put Kenny and TJ on the subs. If not TJ Hook, try those out. Kenny Hook or Kenny TJ. Put Draza on the fucking flex and bring in Litico going into land and going into some of these big events coming in through the end of the year. Because one, Litico also is coming He's in really with that fire. He's coming too. in with that fire towards the end of the year. You know, Slashers yeah. want to make a fucking name for himself at the end of the year. Yeah. So that kid's going to be going hard. Listen, that, that's just me taking shit out of my ass it, it, trying to come up with things in my head off the off the listen, I just came up with this in the last two minutes, maybe, right? Yeah. I haven't really put in a big thought process into this. But if the roster continues to fail and it's not working, try some other things. Fuck it. Tommy, honestly, the way I see it is if we can't figure it out and we're throwing shit out of, their, out of our ass, imagine how they feel when they're yeah. underperforming. Yeah, yeah. If, These if, guys are probably just... I mean, yeah. listen, people are probably listening to me and say, this guy, how many glasses of wine has this asshole had? This guy's a <laughs> fucking idiot. Or people are like, oh, you know, maybe that's, you know, maybe it'll fucking work. I don't fucking know. At the end of the day... Um, I think they have an amazing, amazing players on their roster to try and build something great, but the chemistry is just, just not working with the team. And regardless, they are playing; they were playing a phase team, and they did get smoked by phase. And I think a lot of teams are getting smoked by phase. But I mean, today it just seemed like they didn't even have a shot; they didn't even have a chance. And what are what are pro teams playing for these days? First or top six? So it's just one yeah, of those. It's a conversation we've had a lot. There's some 
fucking really horseshit teams for some reason just sticking it through. <laughs> they're still here. All right, boys. Uh, we, we're transitioning to the most entertaining series. Yeah, of yeah, night. we'll no, transition. Listen, go. I wish 100 teams the best of luck. I personally think they have a, a, a great system over there, like a great foundation. They just need to try and figure it out. Like, they need to figure out the puzzle. Like, they, 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 they have a puzzle right now, and they can't put the pieces together. So I'm hoping that they can put that together. But um, I wish them the best of luck moving forward. But let's go into the next series, right? We got Dallas Empire. Going up against the New York fucking subliners. These fucking guys. I love watching this team play. Not because I'm biased and, you know, this is these are my guys. But they're just an exciting team to watch play. They have a lot of grit. They have a lot of talent. Um, they, they have a, a lot of likable people. I mean, Hydra, Asim, and Mac, and, and Clay. Like, I just I just think it's a good mix. I think it's a good mix of players, and they're just really exciting to watch. And I think Dallas is starting to come into form a little bit, too. Dallas looked better to me today. They actually looked like a really good team. They were doing a lot of stuff together. I know a lot of people are always saying I'm a Dallas hater, but to me, Dallas actually looked great today. I feel like they're getting back into rhythm a little bit, and hopefully they can keep that going moving forward. But, Ben, we'll toss it over to you, big guy. Yeah, I think of note in these vetoes, the one thing that stood out to me that I thought was interesting is both these teams like playing Express. And maybe in Dallas's calculation, they were like, okay, well, we're pretty good at Moscow. We're pretty good at Raid. We're pretty good at Standoff. Let's take Express out of the equation because we know that New York's good at that map. So that was a little bit of a curveball and how we ended up with Standoff and Raid in the set. But other than that, the double garrisons kind of make sense for where the teams are at. Checkmate Hardpoint, again, kind of bread and butter for both these teams throughout the year. I would counter that, though, Tom. This is a weird series. A weird series in the sense that New York outslayed them by a crap ton in both hardpoints and didn't win by a lot. The S&Ds were very interesting. They also won both hardpoints, though. They won both hardpoints, not by a lot, and they outslayed by, like, an insane amount of kills, Tom. I mean, what, Mac had, like, 80 kills in both hardpoints? Guys yeah. but but this usually happens ben whenever yeah. a team digs themselves a hole and they have to get out of it a lot of the times you get out of it by over slaying and compensating for the fact no, that you're I, down I, I understand that it's just yeah. i'm just it, it happened in both maps yeah it yeah. wasn't just a one-off thing true 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 we um, also need to get hydra a fucking doctor what the yeah. fuck bring this guy to the fucking <laughs> hospital get him some medicine get him some fucking advil some or something because this guy, you could tell he's just out of it. And I've talked to some of the New York guys. He's very sick. He's very sick. He's going through a lot of problems. You know, he has a lot of headaches. He's feeling very off, a lot of allergies and stuff like that. His, his stomach problems. Apparently, he was throwing up. Apparently, he's been very, very sick. Very sick. And I, I, and I really feel bad for the guy because he's a good fucking kid. And I don't want him to be sick. But at the same time, he's still fucking frying. He's still yeah. fucking doing his thing. He seems a little bit off at times because he just you could clearly tell that he's sick. But the kid's a fucking animal. Um, and, you know, it, it, a lot of people kept spamming flu game in my fucking watch party, <laughs> um, which is comedy. But I heard a lot of people in Dallas are getting sick right now. And I just I hope everybody's OK. I don't want any anybody getting really sick. Especially That's before I mean. a major. We don't want it. God forbid we don't want anyone. Getting I just COVID worry, now. man. I just worry if I was in Dallas, I would have personally already had been at his apartment dragging him to the fucking doctors. I would have already been there. Um, which I plan to do tomorrow when I fly back to Dallas. If he's not feeling okay, I want to bring this kid to the doctor. That's, that's good team dad stuff out of you. I just want to. I just feel bad. I hate looking at him on stream and he's wiping his eyes and he, he looks like he's half asleep. And I, it just, I just feel bad for him. Like my heart goes out to him. And, but it, and didn't, it didn't stop him. And like, we'll get to the second rotation of this map, but it didn't stop him from making like some really good plays this map. Like he might be feeling sick, but like his gunnies and his decision making still there. Yeah, no, really good plays. He's but... a good player. I think Dallas blundered this map, like in terms of like some of the things that that, that they were they doing and allowing to happen. Bit. Yeah, it was bad mm -hmm. to watch they, as they a spectator. Definitely, they definitely will point some of it out. I mean, as we go through it, I mean, Dallas got themselves up to a really good start. 
Um, I'm curious, so I want to see how the New York subliner sound. I actually didn't listen to this listening. I had the sound off, so let's go into uh, to the listening and, and hear how New York sounds. Hold on. I see that. I'm one shot. now. Ender, dead. I'm pitching you. I'm pitching you. Top green. Top green. Kill me. He's still top green. Shot green weak. Green weak. Paco. Border one shot. Behind Border, one, one shot. shot. He's green Border, again. Green again. One shot. One shot. Hill, one shot. Green plat. Yo, I'm like green. One right. One shot. One shot. One shot. Yeah, huge kill to green, guys. I'm watching Arch. I'm watching Yeah, didn't push Arch. He's still green or P2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still upstairs. Hold on. After green. There's two times. Two P4, guys. Two P4. Two P4. Rails. 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 Shot Zeta Rins here. Yep. Just keep him chopped in. I got a box to split then. Missing Shot Zeta. I'm on new time. I got Ender mid. Uh, he's on, on the right? E-box. On E-box weak. Nice. That's hand, that's hand. He's in bricks. Oil, oil, oil. He's just saying hi, oil. I'm coming behind him back bricks. He's weak. He's, he's getting bricks. back house split. Should see, should see bricks. Arch. Don't get a back house split. Oil, 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 guys. Two mid-map, two mid-map, okay, one in hill. brick side. Work uh, left side together. Yeah. Go together. And watch out, and watch out. Yeah, two in your team. I'm seeing a live alley. Mattress edge, maybe dark. One's alley, one's alley. He's close Ender dead out of hill. Watching Ali with you. Watch Arch. Arch, 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 guys. Okay, Arch dead. Nice. Three down, guys. Three down. I got you. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you go. Let's go. Let's go. One float. One float. You go left. You go left. You go left. Two float. They might hit ammo. They're gonna hit green. They kill you. One's gonna be in the back. Yeah. One's gonna be in the back. I was playing for. One just said I float. One more hill. One float. Just play through green. Play through green. I need a right side time. Two in hill, man. Left side time. Two in hill. Two in hill, guys. Two in hill. I got one. Two in hill. Both spawns. They're spawning back alley, guys. Yep. They're gonna be coming green. Try to play well. That just had you one shot, Shotzi. This one, they're better listening. Yeah, um, great listening. I mean, a lot of small talk coming out of all the guys. One guy I really want to shout out. I know a lot of people always talk about Paco, right? Because it's not his first language. And, uh, you know, he's been putting in a lot of small talk as well. But come on, man. This guy, Mac, is doing it all. He's bringing the small talk. He's bringing the gunny. I mean, Mac was a very quiet kid when we first picked him up. He didn't have a lot of that, those intangibles like a, in his communication. And to see him calming like that. It just tells me that this kid's confident and he's starting to come into his own. You know, he's starting to just really, his personality's starting to come out a little bit. Um, and I just love to see that. I love to see that from Mac, you know, stepping up, telling them to fill in green and small talking here or there and, and calling out and bringing some energy and most importantly, showing it on the scoreboard. So, um, listen, I know I'm like the biggest fucking New York meat rider and everybody's probably sitting here yeah, like this you fucking love that guy. Shit. Everybody, Zinni, you're the last one to talk. You're always got your knee pads on, bitch. Oh, no, I don't. It's very oh, different man. as well. These people threw me to the curb like a fucking empty bag. Of, I don't know. Either <laughs> listen, way. Listen, fuck you. Listen, this guy, Mac, is on another level right now, and he's starting to hit form, and I'm so happy that fucking they brought him back into the team because there was like a couple days where they weren't even practicing with him, and they were thinking about putting him to the sideline, and um, personally, I thought that was a huge mistake. So to see him back and doing his thing and hitting form and for people to notice it and finally see like how good this kid actually is, it, uh, it makes me very happy. It makes me very happy. So, um, I'm, I'm just very, I, I, I like watching these guys play. It, it excites me. Tom, I love you. I love all you. Zoo Mafia. Enjoy the rest of the flag. Where the, the fuck are you going? Where are you going, Zen? Y'all pissed uh, off now? No, I'm not, I'm, uh, I'm not going to self-promote. You know where I'm fucking going. I'm going to, I'm going to head out. And then after you're done with the flank, you should hit me up. We should play some Warzone.
All right, I'm down. You're going to be streaming? That's fine. You can self-promote. Zinni's going to be streaming at twitch.tv slash methods, man. Go drop nah, him a follow. Nah, but you stay here. And if you love. do come over, you open me up in another tab and you watch Tom to the flex. No, over. after the show. You know what I'm saying? Hey, people can open make up sure, two make tabs. Make sure you have the sound up, too, so uh, Zinni gets what, to view what, people can't count. people can't open up two tabs or go show you some love, hit a follow. Wait, is that how that works? Did the sound on the yeah, interview? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Really? If you have a stream, you don't get a view. Real, real really? quick on, on topic. There yeah. was somebody, there was a bunch of people like tweeting me because I was talking about this match on Twitter saying that New York got like a blessed spawn. Does anyone know that where that was? Because I didn't like, I didn't get to see it like yeah. in its completion. I didn't see it either. So I wasn't really sure what that's uh, happened to. Okay. Um, if anybody in the chat wants to tell us, I heard people talking about a spawn once when I was doing the watch party and it looked completely normal to me. Um, yeah. So if you guys maybe. can find, people are saying it's in the P5. Was the a P5. Weird okay. In, in, in we'll, keep, P5. we'll keep an eye out for it. Keep an eye out. Well, New York, yeah. they're trying to make the comeback, right? They're down. Uh, Dallas has a great lead. Going back into this uh, this P4 hill, um, you know, they do have full control. Dallas is in the hill right now. And, you know, you got a lot of New York, honestly, just making a lot of individual plays. I feel like New York just, they stayed composed and they and they try to stay disciplined. And, um, you know, they, they really fought back into this one. And I just think it shows the passion and the grit that this team has. Um, and it makes me very happy. Um, in terms of, like, the weird spawns coming in, We'll take a look and see if we can see anything. But New York were able to break in and, and break a couple of these hills at the end and, and just fight back. And, uh, you know, something it was good to see, Ben. Yeah, I think this is... Oh, that's what they were talking about. I'm very yeah. sure. Yeah. Right here? Like, we gotta, yeah, hold on. We got to see this. Let me see. Mm. They're not blocking anything. I mean, he, the spawn Ooh. was completely open. <laughs> No, 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 no. Go a back. Go 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 back. There's a lot of bullshit going on. 100,000. Um, right here. Pause. Yeah, we right have here. to slow this down, like, literally frame by frame, because this oh, is okay. bad. We, we can do that. Hold up. Give me a second. Yeah, the it was guy. Like, it was like two seconds. It was like two se Like, slow down, like, two seconds in HP. Okay. Mm. So stop it at, like, one second, because we got to read. We got to read here. This is impressive. Oh, pause it right now. Pause it right now. Pause it right pause now. Pause it. Pause it. You have okay. number eight who's spawning all the way across the map at yeah, that, this point. That, so that's a P3 spawn. But P4, number sorry. but number that's eight should spawn. be calling out where like they should know like Dallas should pick up on this. They really should. They should. And bro, if number eight spawning there. Where do you yeah, think that, the that next? That means that that means that they're spawning. They should be spawning P3 or they're gonna spawn uh, behind them in the brick alley. Right. So let's and number seven's kind of pushed up as well, and then and then the guy from New York spawns next. He gets that back spawn, and then when he gets that back spawn, everything else is blocked. And the next guy from Dallas spawns. If I remember that correctly, is, that's a really weird situation, Tom. Because listen, that is a weird fucking spawn, and I'll tell you why. Because one, you want him P3, to spawn on number P3, three. P three. It's not even that. P three is literally like flipping. So it's like it's literally like it hasn't popped. So you see how like on the timer it's still locked. Mm -hmm. Technically it hasn't popped. So if anything, this actually is is good information for for people that play. No, no, the no, no, Chris, it's popped. Actually... It's popped. Oh, the other hill P three. No, no, but P three is gone. Though. Well, no, I no, this is what I'm saying. I know P three is gone, but it's not like actually up yet. So even if the hill is not actually fully active, the spawns actually flip, and that's literally why that happened because of that exact timing. That's actually I personally crazy. think nobody the, the 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 P3 went away and nobody from Dallas was blocking or anything. They should have picked up on that. If anything, especially if, with number eight somebody, from Dallas spawning Dallas all the way Bricks, across the map. Was somebody in Dallas and Bricks because the only other spawn that he could have got would have been a spawn literally Bricks. No, I think someone no. from New York was Bricks. Yeah, they had two guys Bricks. Mm, like you, so you can spawn on the top left corner of the mini map, like where the green yeah. crate is in that alley, like right there. And um, 
Damn, dude, that's actually tough. It's an interesting spawn. It makes sense, but it's also a very hard read. Well, like, they they get put back... in the blender because of this. Because look where they spawn now. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God, that's actually and that's. And now the cro now the crossfire set like they, like this is essentially trying to break like P four like they, like good luck with this setup. Such an interesting they, they situation, right, Chris? It's just that's so yeah. that's so niche. Like that's like a one in a million. Like based it, off the timing. It's like of the one hill. of those things where it makes sense, but in a game you're not reading it. You're not you know reading what I'm that. saying? You're, like, you're not like, reading like, that. Like, I was saying Dallas should read that, but at the same time, I'm watching it back now, and I'm like, you know what? It's probably easy for us to read. But at the same time, in the heat of the moment with Dallas, there's no way they were reading that shit. There's, there's, no, no, there's no shot you're reading that, yeah, that, yeah. that spawn. It's just it literally happened as the hill was popping. Yeah, yeah. So even if you look at your scoreboard, you would probably think that he spawned like – uh, like either brick or towards the the vent, but like dark. even after that spawn, I mean, Dow was just spawning out towards that P one side, and then New York was able to get some kills, push through, and flip back. I mean, it, it, look, the flips are coming all over. The place. Oh, this was bad. This was bad right here. I was just he was blind for a second, but still, look at this. Look at look at this two piece that he got. That's a huge that is two piece. On, that is. But then I got worried because look, they're splitting out again. See how, which like even right there, I'm surprised that Dow is flipped. Well, like well, that's no, no, that's normal. It's that's normal. normal. It's normal. But like, usually with a guy Tetris, like usually a, if you have a guy by Square Tetris or like anywhere around there, usually they spawn. They, they they're good. Like usually you're blocking by being there. Yeah, I think somebody on. I think either Clay, either Clay's the one that caused it, or somebody by P4 is the one that caused so that. They split. pushed up too fast. Or yeah, too yeah, far. yeah, too yeah, far. They up too far. In the in this game, in this game, I actually, this is actually a fun fact. This is for anybody that plays competitive. So. Um, you start actually influencing and opening spawns as soon as you cross past the hill. So, like, usually on every single hill, there's two sides to it. There's the enemy, there's like the one side spawn and then the other side of the spawn. As soon as you cross your body over the line of the hill, you actually start um, spawning, Locking, uh, like, yeah. like, like, like influencing spawns and opening up spawns behind you. Like, so, it's it's actually somebody a thing. said no, that's a Luma. If NYSL got that spawn, Tom would have been going nuts. But because it was in their favor, he's sugarcoating it. That is literal, literally cap, bro. So no, that, is, that is unreadable. That, that is, is unreadable. I and just it, said only, that it's an unreadable it, spawn, it's you unreadable, asshole. It's unreadable based on the timing of the spawn. If that was obviously later yeah, in the hill, bro, that's readable. I, I, but I, it's, listen, the spawn makes sense. The spawn makes sense, but it is it's very so hard to read. Bro. It is unfortunate. Yeah. The whole timing that it all went down, it's just like it, it was very hard for Dallas to read. It was. So I want to talk about this situation. So oh, yeah. if I if I back it up a little bit, this was this is it has to be purely comms. I, there's no other explanation for what happens here. So it's getting pretty mixy at P1. New York's trying to like get rotated to next. Hydra gets a big kill on the guy in Hill. Reese Vivid sees him, probably calls him out. Watch what number four is able to do. I don't know if number five gets the worst timing of all time and he pushes up. But Hydra gets pushed he up. He got there, bad timing. Dallas got bad timing. Yeah. I mean, a lot of things went New York's way towards the end of this game. Yeah. Let's be honest. And, uh, you know, people could say whatever they want. But New York definitely, I mean, even right there, Crimson somehow stayed the fuck alive and, and killed Hydra. Um, but th definitely, they got some good timings. Hydra was able to sneak through. Then you got that spawn coming in. I mean, things definitely went their way a little bit. Um, a lot of the stuff makes sense, but at the same time, it's just like COD. It's how COD can be sometimes, you know. If Shotzi, on, if Shotzi on, literally I, looked out. to his left, he would have killed the guy. But I'm curious to see what uh, I'm curious to hear timing. the comms, dude. Like I don't think this is like. Do you not? I don't agree with no, the play this. That was, this was comms. Made. This was comms right here. Look, he calls out. He's P5. He could be big. Like if, if this is me, he's P5. He could go big door. Boom. That's but then it. Why don't you just hold your spawn? You have his entire cross. They have a guy in bricks. If he slides bricks. So what I don't understand is number eight Num saw him. 
Yeah, number seven and number so five why did should they be give, looking for so this guy. So why did they give up on him? Like, that's what I just don't understand. Well, Shotzi went to push up because they thought it was Big Door, but I just think, like, shouldn't Shotzi just hold? Like, they look, have look, this look, side Number spawn. eight sees him. Number eight sees yeah. him. He calls him out. He's square. He's square. Running through, right? Yeah. Keep playing it. Keep playing it. Number five comes off spawn. Seven and five need to turn. Yeah, Period. They, seven and five yeah. need to look for this guy, yeah, and yeah. they don't. None of them do. Well, seven, I think, might is looking like he's kind of trying. He's confused. I think but five. No, 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 I think that they. <laughs> I don't think they realized he went all the way. I thought that. I think that they thought he was in a corner square. There's no, no. There's no other place he could be. No, there's no. Look, no look, other... look, look, look. Rewind it. Rewind it. Look. But but Reese in square. No, 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 That's no, why no, 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 no. Look. look oh, look, I think look, I know what you're talking about. They think so, he's in the corner. Yeah, right yeah by they Tetris. think he's in the corner. They think he's in the corner oh, by Tetris. Lord. They think he's staying down. Like they don't. They don't know he got out because the timing was insane. Like, look, number eight sees him cross. Number eight sees him cross. Look, keep playing it. Number eight sees him cross right there. Then Paco gets through, and number eight doesn't see him get through the back bricks. He thinks he's still in that fucking corner. He thinks he's still there. Now you have number seven. He starts tweaking. Number eight's waiting for him. Number five comes out spawn. But the thing is, is like, after a while, and he's not in the fucking corner, you got to start thinking, where the fuck did this guy go? Yeah, you Here, understand here's, the possibility you know, of where he is. Here's my issue with it is, is it number seven and number five essentially watching the exact same thing right now? Not exactly this, the exact same thing, but they're both watching the well, same angle. It, number seven it. is watching the slide that number f that Reese Vivid's going to get. And then ultimately, no one's ever going to pick up their back brick. They're checking all because the corners. I just don't understand how the they seven is kind of back up, but he just gets placed in with deeper cornering and shot in the back now. Nah, they thought he was in him. that corner. They thought yeah. they had him pinned 100% every day of the week. They thought he was pinned, and Hydra was able to slip on through. And listen, the guy sorts through the map like a fucking eagle. Sometimes, yeah, but, but that you know, comes, but that comes down to comms. Yeah, like, comms. I don't know no, what yeah, happened there. I don't that's know. all comms. Yeah. Jesus. I would love Christ. that, Chris. Wouldn't you love to get the comms to the full map? Oh so yeah. Go back I want to hear. I want to hear exactly what, and, was, and, what and, was going and, on there. And, and, and listen, I played in the league before. We get the comms. They email us the comms for the full map, so we can go back and listen to the comms. I wonder if we can get a hold of those. I wonder if I can talk to the league and see if I can maybe get a hold of some of these comms. We could bring them up on the show just in case shit like this ever happens. We might be able to pull up some comms. That might be next on the flank, uh, trying to get, you know, all-purpose comms. With permissions uh, from the teams, of course. Yep. Maybe. Oh, I mean, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, if anything, the teams would love to, I mean, it would be, it would make them look better if we get the comms because then it would actually, instead of them looking dumb as fuck, you know, we'd actually be able to break it down and hear what they were saying. Yeah, um, I guess. Unless their comms were absolute dirt shit. <laughs> and it just made him look even worse. But whatever. New York, they end up coming back. A few things went their way, right, with the spawn. And then, uh, you know, the timing right there at the end. I think, uh, you know, they definitely clutched up and, and things went their way. Um, so New York, they're able to clutch up that first map and go up 1-0. And then things get a little mixy here. We go into a raid S&D. Dallas are able to get this bomb down off the rip. And New York, they're able to clutch up and, and shit on some people here. Shotzi gets absolutely smoked right here by Hydra. And, uh... Clay with a big two-piece, and uh, I think Clay made a little bit of a mistake here. I think Clay, he went for a little bit of a body shot, ladies and gentlemen, and we know what happens when you go for the fucking body shots, you know. He goes for the body shots, he diffuses the bomb, and it was downhill from here. It was down yeah. Clay, Clay shot the body, I'm sitting, I'm in the watch party standing up. I said, fuck you, Krim, fuck you. Shit, see and shit. Like, listen, I'm just talking shit in the middle of the game. I respect all everybody from Dallas. Also, we were amazing, we but. were talking about how we want to see Reese make a difference in their S and D uh, and. You know, seeing just from this map, he did just that. Uh, I remember watching Empire play this map, you know, back when they had Hook and they were really indecisive and they weren't playing very well at all. So to see them win this map and obviously have a really good showing versus uh, New York here is uh, promising, no, if anything. Dallas played great in the S&D. 
they arguably could have won the respawn, the first hard point. They could have been up 2-0 in this series. They really could have. I mean, New York, they got to go back and make sure they're really watching this and, and breaking this down because this series could have went south very, very fast. And that's why I wanted to give credit to Dallas because I have been one critiquing Dallas a lot. And that was because I just see such a high ceiling with these guys, Chris. Like, a lot of people always say I'm a Dallas hater, but... If I'm hating on you, it's for the most part because I think you're a lot better than what you're showing. You know, you know what I'm saying, Chris? Yeah, I mean, I'm the I'm the same way. Like, if if, if I critique somebody, like especially like a teammate, it's because I want them to do better. And I know right. the potential. Like, so I'm, like, I, I agree. It's just like a potential thing, and I and I think Shotzi has been a great for these guys. I mean, Shotzi has been on another level. His playmaking ability is insane. Just like the way he reads the map, and then when he's in sticky situations, the way he uses his movement and his shot to get out of things, it's just incredible to watch. I mean, yeah. he's just one. Of, he's just a super talented player. Ever since stage two, he's just been getting better and better and better. And yeah, you know, love and, to see that for and, that team. He just keeps. He's hitting that form. It's getting to that time of year where you know this guy's got a buzz cut now. He feels a little bit more loose. <laughs> And he's hitting that MVP form, guys. And it's just like, it's one of those, it's a scary sight. It's a scary sight. I mean, this kid can play. Um, and a lot of people have their hands full. And I think he's putting the team on his back a lot of these rounds. Like a lot of time, we saw Illy stepping it up from here to there. He showed some struggles again in this series. But at the same time, you know, Illy ha shows a lot of signs of life as well. Um, Crim6 and, and Vivid. Vivid played great today. We got to give a shout out to Vivid because this guy has been playing absolutely insane. Um, I think the main problem with Vivid off the rip of things with this team was just finding his comfort, uh, comfortability or whatever. Is that a word, Chris? Comfortability? <laughs> yeah. um, Honestly, I don't know. I don't, don't want to be, don't wanna be wrong here. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, guys. I don't know if comfortability <laughs> is a word, but I'm making it a fucking word. How you doing? Uh, and he just seems like he's getting a lot more comfortable with these guys. He's starting to find his confidence a little bit. He actually reached out to me and, and was talking to me a little bit about how he, you know, he's joining a new team. He's trying to find rhythm. He's in a little bit of a slump. Is there any advice? And I dropped him some advice, and all of a sudden, this guy starts frying, and I'm sitting here like, well, fuck, I shouldn't have gave this guy advice because he almost beat our team today. Um, but he's been playing really well, and I, th I want to give credit to the Dallas roster because I think this was an incredible series. And I think the main thing with Dallas was just getting that map control, and I, I'm sure they did a little bit of odd watching, and they've been doing their fucking thing, this map. Um, so they were able to tie the series up at one, Ben. Yeah, and then you want to talk about the control? Oh, we're skipping right through this map. You don't want to break anything oh, down. Uh, I don't know. Was there anything you guys wanted to bring up? Because I miss this map, to be uh, honest. I, mean, for I don't the, see anything uh, besides a sick Paco and uh, Dallas just winning map. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Dallas, well. it, it started off uh, good early. It was a tie game, but then Dallas kicked up. They kicked up. They started working some trades and working some sites and, you know, just normal raid S&D shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, but we can go into the control. I'm down. Um, it's nice to see these Dallas guys kicking up because these guys have such a good team, such a good roster. It just makes it, you know, it makes me, even though they're going against New York, I want to see these guys do well because they're good people, good kids, and they, they're doing their fucking thing. But then we go to a garrison control, Ben. Yeah, and this is an interesting one because if there's a weakness for both teams right now, it's control. It's not a game mode that they're either teams excelling in. Um, garrison can be a little bit interesting. So was kind of excited to see this map. And yeah, it, it ended up being... I, I don't know. It, it was like a 7 out of 10 garrison. It wasn't the most exciting. Uh, mm -hmm. But it was like exciting for the momentum because you knew that both teams really needed this third map. Uh, set themselves up to maybe avoid map 5. Mm -hmm. uh, and on the New York side, they were the unlucky team that ended up losing this map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They ended up losing this map and uh, going down 1-2. Uh, um, and I think it was a good test for New York, honestly. Um, they don't find themselves in this position a lot, so I think going into the major and going into some of these bigger events at the end of the year, they needed to be tested a little bit, right? Um, 
I see somebody saying Asum. Gotta get Asum, Tom. Yeah, I don't know where Asum is, Ben. I'll let you continue this. I'll, I'll reach out to Asum and see if I can get him on. Let's see if he's here. He's, Hold on. he's in a team speak, but uh, I mean, it was just it was just really good defensive play from both teams. Like, uh, I think on both sides, like I, New York's problem with control, I think probably comes down to comps uh, having one player. You think so? Well, I think you can get away with it in hard point because there are rules you can follow. It's a little bit easier on like how you make sure you set yourself up for success in Hill. Control though is all like mid round calls and like actually like communicating I don't as a know. team. I feel like it's just and understanding. I, I think it's gonna I think they're always gonna be a disadvantage until Hydra continues to learn how to speak, you know, English at it's not just being able to speak mm. English, but it's being able to like quickly rapid fire and like understand what's being I disagree uh, sent to you. Personally. I personally disagree. I feel like Paco's comms aren't even that bad. I feel like in control, it just comes down to understanding the it's, game. It's mode. not. It's not about the. Com it's not all about just about the comms though. He has to a hundred percent understand what's being communicated to him. And I would be surprised if he's a hundred percent doing that. Like on top of that, I feel like control is one of those game modes where everybody needs to be able to coordinate like a play because a lot of it comes down like controls. Controls not so much of game mode where, especially on offenses, you're. Mm -hmm. It's not like HP where you're just set up around hills. Mm -hmm. Like it's a lot of time. It's like people get pushed up and they get the, the most information and they dictate the play of where people fill when they come off spawn. But that's what I'm saying. I agree with you guys on what the problem is, but not the comms. Like I agree that there's just certain things that they're not setting up and certain ways that they're playing the game mode is not right. But I think that's just them understand not understanding the game mode. I think they need to keep working at it and making sure that they understand that priorities on the map and what they need to do to win some of these offensive rounds and try and win some of these control maps. I don't know if comms is like the main thing that's hurting them there. I think that it's just that it comes down to them. I think they need to keep practicing and keep grinding and see if they can figure it out. Um, I personally think they are going to figure it out because they do have a good team. Like they, I think control comes down a lot to slang and stuff like that. Like it comes down to kills, right? And getting control of the map. Um, I, it could be comms. I really don't know, but it, in my opinion, I don't think it is just because when we hear them come through in hard points and stuff, I mean, they're all small talking, they're all doing their thing. Like, I feel like they're completely fine. So I don't know. It could be a but lot it's of not, things. It's not the issue of it's again, it's not the issue of verbalizing. It's like, if you watch phase in Toronto play control, they are very decisive as a team on when they spawn up on what they want to do. You watch all these other teams and they struggle with that, especially New York and control. They really struggle to make work on offense. And a lot of that is about controlling the game and not letting the game control you. Yeah. And and I think this just comes down to understanding what they want to do. As understanding a and, and instructing. Not just and everyone needs to map. be able to do that. Mm -hmm. Understanding yeah. and instructing. Because that, like I said, if you're, the, if you're the furthest one pushed up on the map, you are the one with the most visualization of what needs to be filled mm -hmm. and what is open. So you need to be able to guide your teammates. And that comes down to everyone. Not I know I know we can sit here and target Paco, obviously, because you know his first language is in English and, and he might not be that person on their team, you know, having clay. Mm -hmm. But everyone needs to be able to do that. Yeah. 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 I'm actually and, gonna try and, and, uh, and by the way, they were they were decent at control before they had Paco, especially on checkmate. So I just think right now the the fit doesn't work and they need to put a lot of working and getting better in this game mode because it's going to make them much harder to beat the better teams when they do end up matching up against them. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we actually have Krim6 coming in and um, with a tweet. He's coming in with a tweet talking about the spawns. He's he's obviously bitching about it right in that hard point. He, he went through that rough spawn. I still, listen, maybe I'm being biased here, but I personally think the spawn makes sense. No, it does because I, I, t I told you so once the hill goes away. So once P4 goes away, even though the hill is locked and it hasn't fully popped, the new hills flip. So this is a P5 spawn that Paco is getting behind him, mm -hmm. which 
in that scenario makes sense kind of it's still so niche like it's like yeah it's it's so fucking niche but like it does make sense kind of the the only reason why i feel like it makes sense is because number four was the next one to spawn up in the picture that you're watching right now and you have number eight who's blocking the despawn you have number three like the next the the back spawn is wide open like if number seven were to stay back they would have pinned up gens if number seven yeah, was yeah. the hold, if he was the hold on that tank, they would have been able to pin them gens. But instead, he ends up pushing up. That whole backspawn opens up. It's, it's open, yeah, because of where number eight is. Remember when I told you if well, in hardpoint, when you push past a certain spot on the map or, or past the line, you end up influencing spawns. Mm-hmm. And that's what number eight is doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and right. since there's nobody back there, it automatically flips over the spawn. Right, and 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 that's what people are saying. Look at the next picture. I understand the next picture. The guy spawns here, but yeah, it's just like it's definitely a weird spawn. I think it's it's more weird to me that number six is spawning where they're spawning. No, yeah, that yeah, I think number is that six not is more the one weird? that's yeah, I think number six is the one that's more questionable. If anything, mm-hmm. he should probably spawn where eight is because that's actually a like that area is actually a spawn P4. Yeah. But still, I I mean like the I number said, six it's, spawn is weird, which is super, why it was such a it's tough super read. niche. And oh, oh by the way, somebody in the chat saying like spawns are bad. I I am I'm gonna completely disagree with you. Spawns in this game have been good. They've been way better than past They've years. been way better than I past. I can't remember games. all the numerous times. Yeah, they are they're really good in this game. They're easy they're really predictable. Like if you get an adjacent spawn, you know a guy spawned next to you, he spawned behind your team. Like it's super easy to read in this game. Yeah, for sure. I was trying to get Krinzix on the show, but he's actually not feeling well like, right now. Like Hopefully. I said, that's just very niche stream. Yeah. Hopefully there's nothing going on in Dallas because I feel like a lot of the players that I talk to in Dallas are just not feeling well. It seems like a lot of people are sick, but um we end up going into an overtime in a control. Uh, we go up 2-2. Again, New York, they just couldn't find get anything going on the offensive side. Um, they end up getting the offensive round for uh, for the overtime, and I think Dallas just ended up picking up kills and, and keeping them in the trap, and Vivid had himself a map. I mean, I want to give some gas to Vivid because he he did come into this Dallas team, and it's been tough for him to just kind of find his rhythm and try and fit in with these guys, and I feel like he's finally getting going now, and he just had a map. He went 32 or 33 and 18, and... He actually showed out and, and put yeah. these New York guys a down. Bit, a lot better Tom, of a series. You know, you know what happened again for Dallas is the two players that have been fairly inconsistent all year, Ilya and Crim6, did not have a good series, especially in the hard points. That has been Dallas's issue all year is they can never get the four players in the team to fry against these top teams. So just something to flag. We'll see if it improves when they go to land. But even with Reese... Having like a pretty pretty good overall series, you know what you're gonna get from Shotzi. Mm-hmm. He fried today. Um, the other two players again struggled in the slaying department. Yeah, hey, I was actually so, sorry. Sorry, my bad. But Chris, I was actually having a conversation with Krim. I think like a few days ago, and I told him I was a, I was saying like your guys' success as a team, whether you guys either reach the ceiling you had with Hook prior or excel in that, is going to be purely on you and Ender. Is what I told him. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's going to hold true throughout the, the entire year. I think mm-hmm. you just need to see them play consistently. Like, you see other, you know, top ARs for all these other teams. You know, you have your Clays, your RCDs. Like, they're frying. Cami even, like, they're uh, insight. Oh, yeah. They're There's all disgusting. Pieces. They're consistent. Yeah. They're consistent. And that's the thing that you lack on the Empire team from their AR players. Mm-hmm. No, 100%. They just ha- they lack that consistency. And especially with the Krieg being as good as it is, like, you want to see them performing a little bit better but let's go into an extra game listening with dallas empire and this checkmate hardpoint and see how they're coming yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, i'm going to i'm trying to watch close 
You didn't love no, he's still mid plane. He's mid plane. Yo, yo, top mid plane, right, Clay, top one right shot. wing, and one guy's lights, lights, lights. I one. Lights. Weak lights, weak lights. Big one on time. There's two, there's two. Lights, then. Top One shot on time. Arsa to left. Ace, I'm here. I got one. Nice. There's no one back right. No one back right in there. Are you? One shot going wood. One shot wood. Hydra. Back right. Back right. He's back green, back green, Max. There's two, two I'm real one. I can go on one. I'm gonna lower. I mean, the comps sound good. I mean, we go into listens a lot, but I feel like it's getting to that point of the year where, you know, people are common pretty good now. Just to make the play? There's no way that they didn't pick up on this. And if he makes the play, because I didn't watch this map, and that is just not ideal. Um, you're talking about number two when he's wait. Did he out. hold? Did yeah? Did did number two? Could number two have hold, held his camp? I don't number think two? so. I don't think he could have. Play okay then, because if he would have, if he faked it out and spawned right away without holding his cam, that's like one of those plays that I was talking about. Remember the awakening thing we were talking about the other day, where you, instead of like spawning but out Mac or you, you spawn out on purpose. Yeah. Didn't Mac go rogue right here, or was that? No, the they end? ended that up was at the end it. of the game. I think that was at the yeah. end of the game. Okay, so he didn't uh, make well, the play. Well, listen, guys, we have as always when New York plays well, we get a special guest on the show, none other than. Asim, Asim, thanks for joining us today. What's going on, guys? Asim, <laughs> hey, how you doing, kid? What's up, brother? I'm doing good. A I'm scary very... one today. I'm just, yeah, it was a scary one, but I mean, it's it's always going to be a battle. I'm just, I'm super proud with how much adversity we faced, and uh, mm. to see Mac have a series of his life that was sick too. Yeah, yeah, Mac Asim, was doing his fucking from, thing. Uh, a question from you for you. Um, on a scale from one to ten. With 10 being we played flawless COD today, didn't make any mistakes to one being like, I don't know how we won that series. Like, how would you rate your team's overall performance today? Um, I mean, I think a combination of the Florida series and today, I think we're at a 3 out of 10. I think uh, during, Damn. Dur during the Florida series, like me and Clay were saying the entire time, like we're playing three, like three out of 10 compared to, compared to what we know we can play at. Like at the major, I would say we're at a 9. I, I think I think we were in nowhere like we're not we're, we didn't look like the team that we were at the major and I, I'm I'm sorry I'm not to say it but it's it's all the excuses that we have like a lot of shit has been going on out of game that we can't play at our full potential and I mean hopefully these things get sorted I think hopefully this week is a huge week for us to bounce back and finally have some practice on the board because yeah. going to this week Ben we had one legit day of practice and that legit day of practice was when Paco was sick as well so like. We've he just been going so through sick, so bro. much, man. We've been going through so much. And, like, dude, even today, like, this this weekend, I don't know what's going on. The league just won't put me on a fair server. Like, obviously, there's things to, to talk about in terms of connection and stuff. Still peacing, still peacing. But, you know, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm fighting. I'm almost, I'm almost there, guys. I'm almost in America. So, hopefully, when I get cool. there, we can actually start playing on fair stuff for me. It'll be nice to get well. you here. Yeah. It'll definitely be yeah. nice to get you in America. But yeah, for sure, I think you guys have been a little bit sloppy. But I also think Dallas have been looking really good. Team of Florida, like I think Team a lot of Florida. I think teams. Week. I think teams are also kicking up and just are being better, right? So no, I think no, for sure. You guys yeah. need to make sure that you're on your A game because the yeah. teams are getting better and they're going to punish you for a lot of mistakes that you're making. So, um, and then yeah. on top of that, I think Hydra being sick is like the main thing. I think Hydra needs to make sure that he gets his health in order because. You know, so that can really affect you and your decision making in the game. I mean, if you're out of it you're, and you're not focused up, it's yeah. gonna hurt you guys. Yeah, it's gonna I hurt was you talking guys. to him and he said it's really hard for him to focus, and I feel really bad for I him. I mean, you could tell, bro, when the, you, they put the cameras on him, it just feel if he it looks terrible, man. Like he looks yeah. horrible, and yeah. I'm I mean, so sad for the yeah. guy. No, I mean, yeah. dude, even it's just it's really hard for RARs because even like 
the pat this this weekend like we even went to denver host when i'm on 60 hertz or 60 ping like dude I, I don't know if you guys noticed but halfway through the check me i said fuck it, i can't get any because of the sub i'm literally getting literally joked i have to put an extra blunt to everyone i'm pulling out a fucking Craig. that's exactly what i did um, wait, really? the entire map that's literally I, I, the no, best little time. No, I wasn't not getting kills. I never pull out an AR dude, ever. I, I wasn't getting kills. I said, you "Fuck it, I'm pulling out a Craig, dude." No, nah. but it's, but it's, a, but it's, a, it's a good read. I mean, if it if it if it gets you back in rhythm, you can make the impact plays. Tommy you used to do it all the time, and like it, it worked. Like you would feel sometimes, out the game, and... but it, you know, sometimes it wouldn't be like I would do that shit on land. You know what I'm saying? Like he's map, doing yeah. it because of connection. Hills, on this map on certain hills, I don't even think it's bad. I think it's no, actually know that, completely that, manageable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, what I'm I mean, saying, like... that was my gimmick with the yeah. XM4. So yeah, I mean, exactly. I did the same. The, uh, we were the first team to do four XM4s on a map. Yeah, so you're, map. you're so you're completely used to it. You understand the pacing that yeah, you yeah, played I, with the Craig. Yeah, exactly. Like I understand like the cutoffs and like what I needed to do with AR and. I mean, look, look, I have a crick in my hands, uh, uh, Ben. But yeah, no, to answer your question fully, I think this weekend we didn't look like ourselves fully like we did at the major. And obviously our control was going to struggle because we couldn't work on our problems after we lost the phase. Mm -hmm. So I think we have a big week um, coming into this week three to actually finally start um, working on our struggles and looking like that that dominant top three team. But And to also what Ben or to what Tommy said, I agree. I think Florida and Dallas look way better than they did in the past yeah, so competition yeah, is coming out of rise especially with camp champs coming up mm -hmm. so like everyone's just, just getting better and everyone needs to start improving I, th especially I think us. i would say i don't think the bottom teams were getting any better but the mid-pack teams have shuffled a little bit and florida and dallas are now bubbling up to the surface with optic is that next tier of teams down and we'll see i expect optic to play well at land very curious for dallas and florida depending on the draw and how they play like how they stack up against you guys in toronto and phase for example uh, i personally cannot wait for that for that land like just just being able to see everybody on stage and the cameras rolling and just knowing that there's no fugues in terms of like a connection and stuff like that everyone's on a fair playing field is going to be like awesome like i can't yeah, it's wait it's going to be awesome for sure i cannot wait to watch this is a different energy it's a different energy oh yeah i think it's going to be really exciting to watch i mean i'm super excited just to do some shows after these land events you know so, yeah after seeing people play on land on an even playing field, there's no excuses. People can't say anything anymore. Yeah, facts, exactly. So just being able to talk about it now on the show and just not having to have anybody just, you know, make up, you know, I'm not going to say bullshit because I think a lot of the excuses people make are valid, but just going back to that atmosphere is going to be great. But Ace, in this map, this fourth map got a little bit mixy towards the end. I think uh, Mac makes a really good play pushing through and kind of flipping these spawns, and you guys are able to work some kills and break this P1 hill and just kind of close it out, but... Just good composure and discipline out of you guys, not to just keep yeah. flooding the hill and take some routes and and make sure that you break on in and send this to a map number five. Thirty-five and twenty-eight on the Denver with the Craig, bro. Like you <laughs> just on, can't, bro. they just You're can't guard you, brother. I think Crib got really unlucky here. Um, this Ooh, is really, this is, of him. this is really close in terms of you guys winning off this hill, and he makes his ladder play, and unfortunately his teammates Illy and uh, number eight Reese Vivid just both die and. If he doesn't get these kills, then they're just going to spawn out. And Oh, well, damn. That kill I had on Reese was big. Yeah. I didn't even know. I just went for the slide cancel on him. Mm -mm. Wait, that's actually insane. Because uh, Mac was past Krim in the in the line. Ben, if you pause that back, because Mac is past the Tetris line, we spawn in the back. That's actually insane, dude. Yeah, it's like little... There's so, much, so many little, little things. Little things, yep. When you go back and watch games, I mean, we were just talking about the shit spawn in that garrison um, hard point when you guys were able to come back and you guys got a, like, a, like a crazy spawn. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it, the spawn made sense, but at the same time, in like real time, there's nobody in the game that can read it, um, because of how fast it actually happened, and like you know, micromanaging so many little things. I mean, we can break it down watching the mini map, but in a game, like nobody's gonna be able to like you know. Yeah, one in a million, like bro. Yeah, one yeah, in like a million. It's like a one in a million thing. So, you guys were able to bring this to a uh, game number five, and I'm gonna be honest, you guys had me shit in my pants. <laughs> um, you guys will end up going down what three zero? Illy's about to get streaks, and then uh, I think it all turned around. Is that was so cool? Yeah, yeah, it turned around when you were able to take him down, and you Dude. guys knew, right? No, we knew. Trust me, we were hunting his ass down. Yeah, you were. You were fucking up to this fucking guy. <laughs> Dude, the, we, the the small talk was there, Tom. For such a weird round where we knew we were winning the round, we were like, we gotta kill under. And then yeah. Pac was like, I think he's in the back alley corner. And Clay's like, Yo, we should play for this guy. I think he's close to streaks. And we're just like small talking. He's not back alley. He's not in the warehouse. Like oh, he was like hiding in a little corner in the map, dude. Yeah. And man. I, I and I, as soon as we got that kill, like Clay start he starts saying like that's a spark. Like that's what we need. And yeah, I think yeah. everyone got fired up off that just that 3v1 because knowing that he didn't have shrieks and just knowing that we had the confidence to make that comeback was really really big but tom like come on man you, you see my stand up you are stop it's like you're making plays bro not because you're my guy but you, you're just making <laughs> fucking plays man you kill the guy off streaks you're popping pieces mid-round you're you're the reason why or one of the reasons why you guys were able to bring this map back um i think you just kicked up and, and hit a form and uh, i think uh you know, New York is very lucky to have you because you were appreciate you were piecing it, up and, and you were doing your fucking. Listen, thing. man, this is all because of you. And look, did you hear the interview? Clay gassed you up. He yeah, said he the reason did. why Mac is on this team is because of you, yeah, dude. Yeah, he gave me some gas, man. Shout Listen, out to man. Clay, man. That was lit. That, was, that makes me feel nice. It makes me feel good about myself. You know? <laughs> so it's it's very nice uh, when the, when the team gives me some some hype. But I mean, I want to give you guys the love, man. You guys deserve most of the love. I mean, you guys are the ones going out there and performing and, and doing your thing and. Um, it's and your difficult. mic? Oh, it's good. Never mind. That was hey, you gotta think, though, Tom. This team wouldn't be made without you. And people just need to keep that, knowing man. that. You know, they gotta, that, they gotta get reminded. I appreciate that, man. I definitely put the team together, but just to see it all play out the way it is, I mean, you know, the job's not finished, right? It's like a long job year. is not done. Facts. Um, but regardless, I'm still very proud. No matter how the year finishes out, I think you guys had have had an amazing year, and I think you guys are just gonna continue to to grow and and get better. Um, but today was special because I felt like today you guys were down and you had to show some adversity and, and come back into this one. And uh, seeing you guys like stay composed and, and come back was, was incredible to see. Um, so it was nice, man. You guys were down 0-3 here. Uh, this is when you guys were in a 3v1 and you knew Illy was playing his life. because he was Yeah, this is, the, this is the spark right here. Mm-hmm. And Illy right now, he's just trying to play his life, trying to find a kill. He's trying to find anything just so he can try and get some of these streaks. But your mic. Mm-mm. Your, fan, your mic is, is that, shit. Is, is, is change echoing? your volume. Oh, no, no. Change your volume. You need, you your need, gain to, use is volume. Too, you need yeah, to use yeah. a volume gate because I think when you don't use a volume gate, if you don't talk for a while, your no, mic starts I, to peak. I, I think uh, I switched the ear cups in this headset and, and it's, just, it's just coming through now if I lean too close. Sorry. No, no, okay. you're, you're, you're good. You're good. But you end up getting a kill. Um, bit really big kill. And then don't you, if I remember correctly, Jason, do you not pop a couple pieces in the next round yeah. too? I, I go on a six streak. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. I was one off streaks and took streaks again. You go on a little again. bit of a streak and you're able to but. catch fire, and uh, I think that really helped you guys win this map. I'm so. telling you, Tom, it, it's Clay's energy, bro. When when I got the kill, he just sparked it in me. Like He's I a think, good teammate to have. Uh, dude, you you've been the same player too, bro. When you get gassed, dude, there's nothing better, dude. Yeah, there's bro. Really nothing it, better. That's why I hate it when my teammates never gas me. You know, they I would do crazy shit. Bro, and they momentum would, and energy is a huge and, thing. And they dude. wouldn't say a word. Right, and then when I when I get shit on, they're negative, and I'll just be like, "Come on, man! Like, 
I want some gas. I used to get teased by Lamar and Donnie. You want some gas? Yeah, you want some gas? I'm like, yeah, bro. When I do good shit, gas me because that shit gets me going. Like, I want to feel like you guys actually like playing with me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Instead, all you guys do is talk shit when things go south and never gas me up when things are fucking going well. It's like... They can say whatever they want about me wanting to have fun in game. They always used to make fun of me. Oh, you want to have fun. You want to have fun. Like, yeah, I want to have fun. I want to have a good time. I want you guys to be positive. That shit helps me out a lot. When you guys are negative and Wait, are ben, constantly tearing me down, me? it makes me feel like you guys are fucking talking shit and don't want to play with me. Yeah. Mm -mm. Mac went fucking nut right. He did some stupid shit. Wait, <laughs> yeah, let me break it down. <laughs> Mac went nut. Break it down, Aeson, because what the fuck was going on? Oh, my God. Everyone that backs. So oh, okay, okay, okay. It. Yeah, so honestly, like this, the Mac jumping out of the, <laughs> out of top red was probably on me. I, I told them, so like first I planted the bomb, but then I I, I switched it up mid round or like mid plant because I wanted to plant it for yep, our spawn. You see it from everywhere. Yep, yep, yep. And I I just basically told Tom or Mac where to go, but um I didn't know to be honest, like from the spot I was at, like in boxes, that I could fully see the bomb, and that's why I had Mac jump out the uh... red to like check it. Okay, but, like, okay, either way, okay. though, like, I was really, like, like, Mac was really gassing me today saying that, like, he really likes when I lead the comms in S&D. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think a big reason, Tom, the reason why we went 3-1 and one in S&D this weekend was, like, dude, I was just, like, leading people and, and telling them where to go I and our setups that, and stuff. And, like, it was just really, really... uh it felt well, really I, good that I, Mac was like gassing you were me for a play it. Is, you were no, no, yeah. plays. And I like that because you're a very unpredictable player and you like to take risk and switch things up. So I think having you calling some shots in S and D, I think everybody needs a call here or there. But mm -hmm. I think the team having trust in you and, and allowing you to be confident in your playmaking ability and just kind of take control of the map is is a really good thing because I think you Dude, are a good yeah. player when it comes to certain things uh, like that. You went rogue when Mac died. You fucking challenged Vivid like that. I was like, oh my god, bro, that you went fucking rogue, but you ended up gunning him. So. You guys end up going this round. Uh, uh, you ended up playing a little bit slower because Mac ends up getting caught. Yeah. Um, so you, know, I, you, I, sh I don't know what I should have done. I honestly thought like. No, nah, you're fine. I mean, at this point, yeah. there's not you. You can't risk it with 20 seconds left and you're. Yeah, and I'm streaks. too off streaks. So um, you like... ended up not getting them anyway. But it was a good play Dude. for you to just stay look, alive. Look, Tommy, look, at, look at how. Okay, so my left stick dead zone is like broken. So uh -huh. you can see if they're like spectating me, like my controller just or my guy's just moving on its own. Really? <laughs> losing composure. Yeah. Oh, this morning oh, I, I woke it, up it. and my left stick dead zone was fucked up. And I was like, ah, oh, shit, I'm just going to use it because it's my good luck charm. So I just fucking use that shit. But mm -hmm. that shit was moving on its own. I was losing composure low-key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit's annoying as fuck, bro. It's all these little settings, bro, that just, like, they actually impact you a lot. Um, this is an interesting setup. Clayster made the fucking play. Um, and then Hydra almost threw it away. Uh, <laughs> let's, but let's see. you have Dallas, right? They're doing this double setup on the cans in this back alley, which is very out of the ordinary. We don't see that a lot. Yeah, but they kept doing this, right? I think it was a good play. I mean, if you guys decide to hit back alley, you're probably fucked. The, yeah, the fucking balls on clay, man. This guy just runs I mean, the middle. But, oh but my at the God, same time, Dallas doing this double play like this is opening gaps like this. I mean, oh, I know. Yeah. They're in a 4v3 for yeah, a reason. Yeah, Clay's play able info. to do this yeah. because, you know, there's a gap in the middle of the fucking map. And Clay runs through mid-map. He gets a kill, and then he preems yellow. Vivid jumps over to half ball, which I don't think he was just the lost composure. Yeah, yeah, he just lost composure. Then no, uh, Hydra he, ends up sticking clay. Him. He tweeted Tom and he said that he meant to just jump over it, but he meant to just like peek over it, but it mantles over. Oh, uh, well, that sucks. Yeah. This is this is uh -huh. what I love about this map because like there's like there's a lot of like interesting plays and routes you can take based on the information you get. Facts, and you're like facts. your room, your room for playmaking, your gap for that is so tiny that making those plays is like super 
super difficult to like mm-hmm. read in. Mm-hmm. So you actually have to be like really aware yep. of, but, of your surroundings on dude, it. Dude, like even like the the honestly the only reason why we came back is because we won that that fourth round when we were down three zero, and it was because I just said, yo, fuck it, we're just we're just three pushing A, and like yeah, you I don't mean, see defensive teams just push out of A no. like. You guys also touched up. I mean, Mac yeah. went really big right there in that round too. The two four round, the win that one v one. Yeah, he, on the went, tank. he went huge. Um, and to uh, win that. It uh, Loki looked like Paco got joked when he was trying to kill Krim. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck was going on. But you guys, uh, you ended up coming back in this one. I think you guys did a good job just using your numbers and pushing stuff out together. You guys just really hit form as the map went on. Um, you yeah. can tell that you guys just started to adapt to how Dallas was playing. You guys got some confidence, some momentum, and ultimately, like Ben likes to say. You guys uh, were able to finish out this map five, and uh, you know I was really hyped up. I was really excited because you know you guys are my guys. So no, I was super surprised with how well our S and D was, because like like I said, obviously we knew our recent one was going to struggle because of the lack of practice, but mm-hmm. and we didn't practice S and D at all. But I mean the fact the fact that we came out and it looked like we we're like bro, I think our S and D is really really strong. That raid we need to work on. Sometimes I, I think the the gist of our raid is it's either hit or miss. Like mm-hmm. we can beat the best best teams on raid like yeah. when we beat phase but we can also get smoked by them and yeah. we got smoked by dallas as well on it too i think mm-hmm. it, we need to work on like the hit or miss maps with like moscow and raid but overall i think our snds at a really good place as long as we can get some practice on the board and work on our control i think we'll, we'll still be championship contenders for sure yeah. yeah yeah you guys are doing your fucking thing and uh it's nice to see you guys uh in that game mode uh cream with another tweet said and again jesus fucking christ what was this what was this spawn let's take a look um, this one makes sense to me. I don't know. Can what you link like. it or yeah? You um, well, it. I have it up on my screen right now. Oh, I'm I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, look, I'm gonna look right now. So this is the first. Uh, this is the first one that he put. So again, you know, there's it's the P1 hill and the spawn in the back is open. You have New York pushed up towards that plat side of the hill. Then the next uh, next uh, screenshot, <laughs> you know, they're spawning in the back. Yeah. I mean, it seems normal to me. Is that's there anything scary. that's not normal here, Chris? No, this is completely normal. Yeah, what the fuck is he talking about? Is this guy fucking... Is, are the bugs going through his fucking head? These are things that they should pick up on. I mean, it, like... Wait, this, first of this all, is if com- anything, This is completely normal. You don't Wait block- a second. This helped them. They're lucky. They, this is a blessed yeah, bond. this, if anything, helped them, yeah. This helped them. Let me see. Um, it's basically... It was, you just watched the Tommy stream, but the only reason this happened is because you don't actually block the spawn from square. Or, like, that. you have to be, like... Uh, L or like backside back tet- like, yeah, you, no, you have to be yeah. behind Tetris. You behind be, Tetris. Yeah, right. you have to be in L or back Tetris. Any, anywhere around there, you block it. But, but not just that. The spawn yeah. helped them. It gave them a pinch onto the hill. New York has full control of the hill. They're coming off spawn green. Wait, this is a yeah. This it, helped and them. it flips them out with forty five seconds left. Because New York Hydra can't win here. Hold them off in the back main. Yeah, hundred helps. It helps them. Like it help, they literally they flip out for P two. So I don't understand why he's even bitching about this. It doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, but oh shit, <laughs> y'all exit out and it's this picture of Miles. <laughs> what the fuck is this, bro? <laughs> ben, yeah, that, that was funny. But I want to um, take a look at these standings. I love Ant, but how is Ant last in these uh, rankings? Oh, because he's, he's, because he's, he's lost. Is he just, he's just, he's I, just I'm pretty underdogs? sure that's his gimmick. He picks okay. the underdog. Fair enough. Fair I enough. think that's his gimmick. Oh, it's his gimmick. They, I think yeah. underdogs are like now, no underdogs won today, correct? So underdogs are now like two and 
17 yeah. or 2 yeah. and 18. Oh, yeah. You crazy. said 2 and 17 yesterday, so it's got to be like... There's 20, there's 20, there's 10 games every week, so it'd be 2 and 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. And then, yeah. uh, and let's go to the predictions, Benz. We got some uh, matches coming up, right? Uh, they, didn't, they didn't show the predictions cards, so we're just going to have to, you're going to have to descend to the website here. Yeah, that's fine. Link me to the website. We can see there's probably, what, only like one or two too. matches next. What What is it? Another set of matches, or is it the... When is no, the we major get, start? we got another two matches. It's the LA Home oh, Series. The birdie. Weekend. LA Home well, Series. For nice, LA Thieves. Nice, so. nice, nice. Love that. Here's a schedule. Uh, as Tom pulls it up, I'll read them out. So we have two matches on Thursday. LA Gorillas versus Toronto. Let's is get match it, boys. one. And then Seattle versus Optic is match two. All right. Well, I'm going to kick things boys. off. Optic's 3 0 Seattle because to me, you know, I just feel like they're not going to gain. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Optic's and not going to lose. I Seattle. think, I, honestly, and I think Ultra's going to 3 I think it's going to be 2 3 0s. I think 3 0 Ultra. I think uh, this might be one of those days, Tom, where you're going to be texting me like 5 o'clock where you're at and be like, well, I'm at work for another hour, so yeah, we're going to have to yeah, figure yeah. this one this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This might be an early one, guys. Uh, you know, Ooh, quick, okay, man. Might be a quick line. Listen, I, all I got to say is there's one more weekend of online Call of Duty. Yeah, that's it. One more. One more fucking weekend. We're good to go. Bada bing, bada boom. How you doing? Uh, I think bada boom. How you doing? Never forget you. Well, I mean, I think we can all agree on this, no? I mean, I mean come on. It's Seattle and LAG going up against Toronto and Optic. I feel like it's big dogs. It's the guys at the top versus the guys at the bottom. We might see an upset. Um, but for the most part, I think we're all gonna have the same predictions, unless somebody wants to go say something out of the ordinary here. Nah, I think oh, no. I think if LAG showed out this weekend, I think if LAG like actually like like showed improvements, but uh -huh. it looked like they kind of like down like it didn't look like they worse. yeah it looked like they got worse. So I mean, yeah. if you're gonna play Toronto and you don't like that well right now, if they don't just make like a drastic like uh, improvement this week. Then it's mm -hmm. probably going to be a three-zero. Mm -hmm. But hey, we'll go into some questions in the chat though. Hopefully, if you though. guys want to take a look at the standings, the standings have not changed at all, guys. I mean, the standings are completely the same as, as to how they always been. The top eight has always been the top eight. Um, so if you guys want to check them out, I can pull them up on the screen for you guys. But please, if there's any questions in the chat that you guys have, drop them. And and Ben, while I'm pu pulling up these standings, try and pick one or two out of the chat. For all those for all those questions about if I'm coming to America or not, um, in the next four days, hopefully we'll find out. That's all I have to say, because mm -hmm. even even I don't know. We have LAG, London, Paris, Seattle from 9th to 12th. Um, and for the most part, I feel like Florida and Minnesota are giving themselves a little bit of a lead. We're going to have to see a big major coming out of LAG um, to try and get close to maybe Florida or, or Minnesota. And then those guys got to fall early, too. So um, we'll see how it goes. But right now, it looks like the top eight you is going to stick. Uh, let's get some questions here. Yep. Um, is Insight the best AR in the league? He's definitely in that conversation. I think right now it's probably him, Alec, Clay. Clay's in that conversation. Formal kind of like comes and goes, but like he's in form right now where he can get himself pretty quickly in there if they play well this major and they win it. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of my take on it. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, what is big, big wigs good, but big wigs they're flex, correct? Uh, I think Caesar. Yeah. yeah. If I, he, if I, the top three, no question. Insight, Arcides, Clayster, and then the fourth spot. I agree. It's like formal. He he comes and goes for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, somebody said, do you think Phase will be the next dynasty? I think it's very hard to be a dynasty these days, just because I think eventually people will catch up. There's just a lot of talent in the league. As of right now, they look like they're in a tier of their own, but we'll see if they can consistently keep that going. Um. I feel like I think uh, my my th Tom is like they've got all the tools to be a dynasty. Is that to them now though? If they're gonna like execute the like, I think when Phase plays at the level they play at, like they're it's gonna be very hard to beat them. Mm -hmm. um, so, Somebody uh, said, um... "Sorry, I just USA just conceded a goal to Mexico. It's an absolute terrible goal." Anyway, uh, 
I, I have a question. I, I, I think to that point, though, it's you know they they've got the tools, but we'll see if they can put it together to competitively. Go ahead, Asim. Mm -hmm. Well, I was just gonna say, uh, did you guys break down like how the both pools are gonna go leading into week three? Like, like since we are three and zero now, is is it like secure that we're number one seed, or does Toronto still have a chance to to come out and? I'm not uh, sure how it works. Do you know how it works, Ben? Uh, what was the question? I'm sorry. I said, um, it, are we a lock for number one seed, or is there still a chance that like a Toronto or Florida can make it out and be number one, or like how does pool? Are you talking about work? in your group? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'd have to go look and see. I think who do you guys play? You guys play? Uh, we play London, London and Toronto. Um, I think London's only lost once. So if you lose to London, I think then they would have the tiebreaker over you. But like, there's no chance they get number one seed though, because they they already lost a, a bunch. Yeah, but if you lose to them, then you'd both have one loss. Oh, you're talking. Oh, okay, I see. What you're yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you haven't. You guys haven't locked it in. You still got to play two more games. Somebody oh, yeah, said, um, "Why isn't group play for stage five being played on land?" I think it's just because with everything going on, man. I mean, it's yeah, very it's difficult. COVID, man. Yeah, it's COVID, yeah. Still, I mean, it just it's hard, man. Getting venues for that for a long period of time like that is very difficult. So you know, we're still getting back into the swing of things, but at least the matches that really, really matter are, are on land, um, which you know we're we're very grateful for that. So you know, we're not going to complain too much. Somebody wants to know. Um, who, in your opinion, is the smartest COD pro of all time? People that come to mind, Rambo, Replace, Clayster, Parasite, etc. In my opinion, I'd go with Karma. A lot of people either forget or don't know how unique Damien's mind was. Um, there's a lot of smart players, man. To just come out and say who the smartest one is is so hard. Yeah, it's hard. We I think everybody. Before, I think everybody's intelligent in different aspects of the game. Yeah, yeah. There's so many between. Like, I think Ace is a good one. I think Ace was a very smart player. I think Crowder was a very replays was like a very underrated one. I feel like people didn't give him a lot of credit, but I think he was very smart. Um, Damon was a very smart player. He played the game a lot differently than a lot of other players. Um, I think Looney was a smart one. Parasite, right? He's in here right now. Um, listen, man, there's so many players. It's so hard to answer that question, man. I'm going to be honest. A lot of smart players. Um, but we'll pick, we'll take one more question. Do you think any teams will make changes that they get bad results at the major? Um, possibly. I mean, we're getting to that point of the year now, right? Where it's, you know, changes might, could benefit they, a team. Like if they have nothing to lose, you might as well just say, fuck it. Yeah. But we'll after see. stage four, your roster apparently for stage five that you submit will be your roster for okay, champs. So it's Whoa. locked in. Okay. Yeah, so that that's the last window for any roster changes, mm -hmm. uh, besides obviously substituting like subs in and stuff like that. So if you're gonna sign a player, you got to do it after uh, after or before uh, uh, the the major. Yeah, but I yeah. saw a question that somebody said, um, you know, should should 100 Thieves try reworking their roster? Should they keep it the same? I personally think they should give it another go in another weekend. But if it's not working and they just continue to collapse and can't find any Ws, I mean, I think you could personally rework the roster. I mean, why not? I mean, if it's just 100% not working, you might as well give something a try. Uh, you know, at least try and mix things up. But um, I mean, yeah, Tommy, you said it before. Like, I think the top eight is kind of in a it lock. It seems locked. but It seems locked, right? And I think with LA Thieves, like, their mindset, like, it's I don't think it's about, like, securing top eight because I think they, they they don't have to worry about that anymore. But I think, like, with every other team, if you're going to make a change, it's to try to win. Uh -huh. So if they're going to try to make a change and rework the roster, it's for that it's for that chance for them to win at stage four major, stage five major, or champs. Because mm. now now's the time where it's like, screw the, the placings or top four or what kind of team you are. You're going out there to try to win. Because I mean, yeah, I mean, it's so, coming to the end. Somebody said the last thing 100 Thieves needs is another roster change. I mean, hey, fuck it. Listen, bro, people want to see them just stick together and don't want to see them change, and let's see if they can turn things around, but they just haven't shown much sign of life. I mean, they have a great roster, and 
I think this roster was working good before the whole hoop thing, but it just hasn't been looking like that. And granted, today they played a, a team in phase, so I think we should give them another weekend and, and see how they do. Um, but I could definitely see that team turning it around, but, you know, they're running out of time. So they need to do it quick. Um, but I think for the most part, we can end it there. I think we had a good show. We went for a while today, so... You know, we had a long show, had some great matches to talk about, and, uh, you know, it was a great show. I think, Ben, I think week. it's time. I think it's time for okay. you to sing a fucking putt, kid. Sing a fucking putt. Let's get some energy in the chat. Let's get some wins. Let's, Let's see if Ben Genesim can get this one going, ladies and gentlemen. Ben Genesim, step it up. No socks. Slippers on. Shorts above the knees. Tight-ass polo collar shirt. He's lighting it up. He's going to step up to the green. He's going to eye the hole. He's going to... Try and sink this pot for the flank. He's going to line it up, and he sinks it! Ladies and gentlemen, Benjamin Asim sinks the pot for the flank here on the final day of matches on this beautiful Ooh, Sunday I mean, I, night. I, I, I was literally in Wait, the, Tommy, have we been here? How long have we been here? What, the show? Yeah. We've been, we've been, we've been, this show has been, a, this show has you're, been going on for a while. It says you're live for six hours and 46 minutes. Oh, no, 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 no,
yeah, yeah. Appreciate all you guys, man. Make sure Thanks. to like, comment, subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to go to anchor.fm slash the flank to check out all the audio sites we're on. Have a all good right. Day. Make sure you have a good day. Have a good fucking day. Uh, make sure to go follow me on Twitter at Zuma with two A's at Ben J. Nassim. Uh, go show him some love. Ben's been, uh, he's thinking about streaming maybe. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck this guy does. Uh, but at the end of the day, <laughs> man, I love you guys. Thank y'all for watching. And we'll catch you guys in the next one. Have yes. a good day. Have a good day, guys. Oh, <laughs>